0: You're listening to RGV Titan Radio. We are the nine five six. The views and opinions expressed by our guests, hosts, and/or DJs do not, we repeat, do not reflect the official policy or position of RGV Titan Radio, our affiliates, or our sponsors. RGVTitanRadio.com. We are the nine five six.
1: podcast here on rgb titan radio
0: we are the nine five
2: six we are your hosts i am will
3: and i'm bob and i'm patty and don't
2: you know what "kiss" stands for (laughs) knights in satan's service bro (laughs) is that not the greatest thing somebody made up like that was actually
1: a thing though man yes it was back in the day you know people people are talking about cancel culture nowadays
2: no dude like this shit (laughs) started way back then dude i I was like nothing tipper gore pmrc none of that rings a bell like i'm barely old enough to remember that but i remember that bitch sticking her nose into music when i was just just getting into it like yeah it's like uh yeah man like these guys are are are
1: trying to stop the music gee i wonder why let me listen to it
2: (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) Thanks for the parental advisory sticker. That's just letting me know which albums are actually cool. (laughs) Right. It's all that, dude. Seal of awesomeness. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And it's kind of the seal of badassery, isn't it? Like, they cuss on this one. I want (laughs) to hear it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so uh yeah man uh, today ladies and gentlemen we are going to be uh taking it back to the 70s man and uh uh earlier we took it back to the 90s now we're taking it back to the 70s that was made in the 90s uh a little film called detroit rock city starring one of the greatest rock bands of all time or what everybody says is one of the greatest rock bands of all time i'm i'm like of two minds on the subject they have some really 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 good songs but i am not a fan of the actual members
3: Oh, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you that. I, th- I, think that's, I think that's everybody's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I think the music's great, but no, the, pe- the people themselves, no. And I, I
2: think that's the, the actual problem um, that a lot of people lord over. Because, like, I was telling you um, uh, the last time we, when we were discussing, actually reviewing this movie, uh, I, had, I committed blasphemy. And I'll do it again because that's how I roll. Um, I think this is a better movie than Dazed and Confused. Uh, that is, I, yeah, like because like Dazed and Confused was one of those movies that it just took the culture by storm, man. Yeah, and the like 90s if you're had such a movie, fun interpretation of the 70s. Yeah,
1: like they but did. like but it, it's it. It was very much uh, uh, like I guess a picture of its time, yeah. but the thing about the Rock City and 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 like watching it again yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. for this episode, I kind of tend to agree with you because, uh, while it's set in the seventies, it can take place anywhere, anytime.
2: Yeah, right? this this movie is so. It's one of those movies that's so delightfully like will always work. Yeah. if you if you do this, it will always work. And I'll yeah. tell you like. We'll get into it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's there's so much that, that like, is just so fun about this movie. And I, I really do feel that this movie deserved all the acclaim and adoration that Dazed and Confused gets. Yeah. Uh, I, I think what it suffers from, if I'm being really honest, uh, is the fact that the movie revolves around Kiss, Yeah, Um, it's so easy. It's so I have friends. I'm not going to say one of my buddy's (laughs) names um, out of respect to how metal he is. Uh, (laughs) um, I got a friend who will tell you like he will breathe fire before he fucking ever admits to liking kiss. He'll tell you how much kiss sucks. They're a bunch of fucking sellouts and then. (laughs) Uh, this band is the kiss of this type of music and they're the kiss of this kind of music. They're fucking sellouts. They're they're corporate bullshit. But I play kiss music and my man knows the songs. Yeah, because like, they're kissy as hell. <laughs> kiss is the original Nickelback. It's something yep. that we don't know because we're not from the fucking 70s. But yeah. I imagine for every fan, there was 10 people telling you, oh, I fucking hate kiss. But eight of those 10 people really, really fucking likes kiss. Yeah, like, and I, I think
1: I think it's 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 uh um I wouldn't equate it because uh we'll get it this is a such a dense movie man. We're going to we have a lot yeah, to talk about regarding so this, much one. To but, this one. But but Kiss is like I would liken it to the Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because absolutely. they have such a devoted fan base. Yes, that me. will ride or die with this band no matter what. And uh it's it's been like that for 40 years, you know, for, Bro, no, Juggalos,
2: for 50 years. Juggalos versus the Kiss Army, WrestleMania 12, Iron Man. No, but like, <laughs> but it's true. Like, there's a very real, there's a very real devotion to, to some bands. Like, some bands get a really weird, really weird following. And like, personally, like, I have met, I've never met um, a juggalo that was an asshole, if I'm being real. Uh, weirdos. Uh, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, strange, fairly off-putting sometimes. Uh, but I've never met a mean one. I've never met one that, that would fuck, if I, if... I I know a few guys who are like, die hard? They're juggalos. And if I needed a place to crash, like, my couch would be theirs. Like, they'd be like, yeah, come stay over here. Like, I know these dudes. Mm -hmm. And, like, I have, I have family. Multi-generational. Like their favorite bands are KISS. Like one of my cousins and his dad, their favorite band in the world is Kiss. Yeah. Like the both of them. They've got KISS memorabilia up the ass. They cried when they went to the concert. <laughs> like Yeah. yeah there's man. there's a very there's a very strange devotion to KISS. I mean you gotta look at the fact that you can somebody can wear Kiss makeup and that's kind of normal. Yeah. Like that's just oh uh, he's just, he's wearing Kiss makeup. Yeah, like like, it's just, I, like you, you see, you see, uh,
1: um, uh, like lawyers who mm-hmm. go to work in their you know their suit and tie and everything, and they'll go straight from work to a kiss show, and they'll have their suit and tie with the with the kiss makeup on, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's so it's so like easy for these people to slip in and out of their quote unquote kiss mode, you know. because yeah. it, it's basically a part of them. It's it's a way of life for for these people.
2: You know? And like you can, people can say what they want, and I agree with a lot of it. um <laughs> Personally, I think Gene Simmons is one of the biggest scumbags on the planet. Yeah, uh, and I don't. Admit I do mean. It too. Yeah, like I don't mean scumbag as in like. Have you seen the reality show? No, okay. I forgot he had a reality
3: show. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. it- he's an asshole he's an asshole. Yeah. he's an—he's a big asshole to like his, everybody I and imagine, his wife. Like, like his wife he's the biggest asshole too
2: like and that's why i say like i, I get that uh gene simmons is a giant prick he's not raid the capital asshole at least you know he didn't do that <laughs> but like <laughs> he, um, he's, he's one of those
1: guys that grew up with nothing so he has to have everything
2: yeah, I was, he's the type of asshole who would fucking put a patent on the phrase OJ. and he Which he did. did. <laughs> like, that seems so sarcastic, but he really did that. He tried to buy the rights to
1: happy birthday.
2: <laughs> yeah! Like, you see what? Yeah, he's a scumbag. Like, what kind yeah. of dick does that? Like, my man is trying to squeeze fucking, like... Pennies out of water. He's weird. But then but again, like, because because of his because
1: of his uh, uh, the way he does business, you know, you have a kiss logo on everything, everything.
2: from t shirts to condoms. You know, Bro, there there's not a piece. I don't. I really don't think there's a piece of merchandise in the world that you can't find that has kiss on it. Like yeah. literally, think of something. They and have like, I, like I guarantee, they have keychains. Dude, they have coffins. They
3: have magnets. Kiss coffins.
2: They have coffins. They have refrigerators. <laughs> they have carpets. They have couches. They've got pinball machines and arcades. They've they got movies. They have blankets. Like they have condoms. <laughs> like
3: every, everything I'm, you can imagine. Bro, has a I word knew, kiss on I knew
2: I knew a girl in fucking high school who used to have novelty. um... What do you call it? Novelty tampon cases. Like they were leather tampon cases, but they always had like really funny things on them. She had one that was Gene
3: Simmons' tongue.
2: <laughs> like I was like, dude,
3: what the fuck? Like, like what are you selling to my child?
2: Tampon case, dude. I, I've and, seen a kiss tampon case. Will <laughs>
1: and, and it's hey. like, and it's like uh, uh, the merchandising uh came second to the music, you know? Yeah. Like it's very George Lucas.
2: I was about to say that. I was like, Kiss is kind of the Star Wars of music. (laughs) Like they kind of really are. Like say what you want about them, but man, my man figured it out. Yeah. Like my man figured out a way to to market fairly mediocre rock and roll music to the whole world. (laughs) Like, I enjoy KISS music. I really... That's not, like, a thing. I like KISS's music. I love their old stuff. I'm a fan of their shit without their makeup in the 80s. I think Eric Carr is... Yeah, dude. Fucking Forever is one of the fucking most awesome 80s ballads ever. It's Mm -hmm. up there in the echelon of great 80s power ballads. Like, fucking... I like a lot of stuff from Kiss, man. I think Eric Carr is a better drummer than Peter Criss. Fight me. Like,
1: <laughs> fight me. I don't, I don't think care. you're the only one. I don't think you're the only one who thinks that, dude, honestly. No,
2: it's only people who actually like music that think that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Like Eric Carr was a better drummer. May he rest in peace. But like, uh. I, I fucking. They really screwed I, them over, though. <laughs> yeah, they did. Like, we don't want a fox; we want the cat back. But right. I mean, I get it. When you get Kiss back in their original lineup, you make really fun and classic things like Detroit Rock City. You make fun movies like this. This was, this was the reuniting of for the end of Kiss. Like yeah. this came out in '99. This was their farewell tour. Their first fare of many farewell tours. Yeah,
1: they had just. I think their last album was 1996's Psycho Circus. Psycho Circus. Yeah, and And I remember when that came out, and it was such a huge deal because, like, it was it was garnered as like the return of the kings. You know, like they hadn't been relevant since the
2: 80s. Can I can I tell you something? Uh, I love I love that album. It's a good album, dude. Psycho <laughs> Circus is good, dude. It's, like, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it is. Sorry. Dude. It's a good album. I say welcome and to the show. Like fuck and off. And sometimes
1: and sometimes uh uh, uh the lead singer, what which, which one's the lead singer? It's uh um uh oh shoot. Paul Stanley, and sometimes Paul Stanley, he can't sing, dude. Like he no. can't sing, he can't sing, he can't sing. But when he hit, when he gets the right type of song, yeah. and he hits it, the like "Psycho Circus" was a perfect uh, uh, song for him to sing, man, and it came out awesome, you know. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh,
2: there's there's so much like so much fun with kiss man like there's yeah. so much cool stuff that you can do and like i i get it i get the hype behind kiss because of i love this movie i adore this movie this movie would not work if it was black sabbath it wouldn't work no no it no, wouldn't no. work if it was led zeppelin it wouldn't work if it was anybody else it yeah. had to be kiss Yep. Yeah like because no other
1: band well maybe like the grateful dead but it wouldn't have been as fun <laughs> you know yeah it wouldn't have kind been. of of following you know the the, the cuz here's the thing
2: like you generational can, yeah you can do this with any band with any band you can do this movie but your movie has to end the second they get into the concert yeah like that moment where they're like this is it and they run that's the end of your movie. Yeah. Like you can only end this movie with a kiss performance. Yeah. Like if if I watch this entire movie and I'm like and I don't see Kiss perform a song, I will boo. There will yeah. be so much boo. Yeah. Like and,
1: and I love that they should that they do show it at the end. We're kind of jumping the gun a little, but I love that they do show it at the end because it shows why they're exactly. going through
2: all the struggle. Why they go through this madness. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go through this fucking madness for Stairway to Heaven. So, like, I would. I mean, I, I
1: kind of went through it to go see Metallica, but I mean, it wasn't this crazy. I would go
2: through it to see Metallica. You know. <laughs> Metallica could end this movie. Yeah. Like, but it's not, the novelty isn't there. Yeah. It's it's just, there's not a novelty to it. Like, yeah. Kiss or a fucking cartoon they're living cartoon characters like they're a blast yeah. it, it, it you could tell that fucking that's why they have movies and comic books where they're all from different planets yeah you <laughs> believe these fucking guys would walk around in makeup and you're like well obviously they're not from here you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: like, yeah and that was their that was their uh their identity for the longest time you know like they were never photographed without their makeup
2: yeah you know, Which was such a great gimmick, and then like they they did that whole thing on MTV where they're like the kiss is going to be revealed without their makeup. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and I'm like, okay, they're just a bunch of ugly Jewish guys. Like what? Oh, the they, they're,
2: <laughs> you know, like they <laughs> Boy, look like regular guys. <laughs> yep. Boy, uh-huh. I'll I remember when I saw Gene Simmons without the makeup for the first time. I was like, oh, bro put the makeup back on <laughs> yeah put it on dude like
1: jesus christ so so uh what we're gonna do man is we're gonna we're going to uh uh take a look back at the uh the stuff that we watched this past week um man uh i got some good ones man uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and get started with this uh i actually like accidentally rewatched the scream the original scream
2: trilogy Holy shit, oh, we, 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 wa- we watched watch Scream One and game. Two the other day. <laughs> yeah. That was what the we were gonna talk about. Like we, we yeah. saw Scream One and Two the other day.
1: Yeah, like it and I, I gotta tell you, man, like it surprisingly holds up really, really well, dude. Yes, like
2: it does. Yes, like, it does.
1: With how 90s it like the original came out in ninety six, part two came out in one ninety eight, and then the next one the part three came out in two thousand. Like it, it's it's they're really good movies, man. And uh I, I hate uh, part three, but it's fun. Part three kind of did jump the gun. And as much as I love Kevin Smith, like his cameo totally ruined the movie. It's that chick from the newsreel, Connie fucking (laughs) Sean. Hey, say hi to Maury for me. Fuck
2: (laughs) you. Totally digs me. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) It, it, It was fine, but you're right. It's out of place as fuck.
1: Yeah, like it, it totally took me out of it, man. But yeah, man, like th- those movies are are are. I didn't get a chance to uh, to rewatch. I I know that I have seen part four, but I do not remember anything about it.
2: It's there's there's. Uh... I don't think I've seen part four. Yeah, you did. You showed it to me. Uh, it's a little too. It, it, uh, okay.
3: Oh, okay. It's <laughs> the new
2: one. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna remember a bunch about it. It's a little too meta for a Scream movie.
1: Okay, I know that it has
2: a lot, I think. I know that
1: it has like a lot of false starts.
2: Yeah, and like that was stupid, Um, but it does kind of take the piss out of remake culture
3: yeah, um, yeah. And, oh, and okay it is the new one the one with it, the emma robert
2: yes that one.
3: Oh. okay um, yeah that, that one has like i think three or four false starts on it
2: yeah like it, it it's fine but it's a little too like <laughs> not really it's, it's not a little, fine man all it really took was wes craven to come out and go is it too is it too scream for you <laughs> like is
3: this scream enough? I yeah. guess so.
2: Like they turn scream into a different kind of verb. I guess. Like I don't know. Okay. It's weird. But like you know, I like one. I like one and two. Uh, two. I understand why you would do the sequel. It's not as good as the original, but I understand why you would do it. Uh, you really do kind of set up for it in the first one. Like there's all these jokes about sequels, and you know you you run the the meta ness of the sequel. Yeah. Uh, three was just a giant like you're going the way of saw you know what i mean which we're gonna do yeah. probably this week we, we're gonna watch a bunch of the saw movies like she asked me, I actually she's like you want do you want to do, do saw and i'm like yeah fuck it they
1: were uh they were all on netflix at one time and i got through part four so that's that's as far well, as I got.
3: It's, it's, yeah. as far as I ever it got. starts getting really confusing at no nah, it just got st-
2: it got stupid at four I was like oh come on dude
1: yeah it's it's like it's like uh, uh because they got really episodic yeah and uh uh Ooh, they they okay. weren't they weren't movies like they were just
2: episodes in a TV show yeah that's yeah. what i said i was like bro this is like law and order jigsaw unit like
3: <laughs> yeah i okay i can see why y'all y'all would totally fall off the earth with can you ima- can you imagine you have, having to, get, having you a have fucking... to get past that in order to like like so
1: so is so is don so is donnie Wahlberg a uh, good guy or bad guy like is he in on it is he like what's going you gotta on
3: watch with, it with Donny Wahlberg.
1: are you gonna watch the uh are you gonna watch the new chris rock one Talk a little softer than my
2: Chris brother. Rock one. What do you think? <laughs> oh, mean? Jigsaw or yeah. the, the book of the book of Saw or something.
3: Yeah, is that yeah, the new yeah. one?
2: Probably not. Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, you know what? No. no I'm, yeah, I'm probably oh, gonna well. watch it because I'm
1: Chris a Rock fan is a song. hardcore like horror fan. He's yeah, a, yeah. Like he's a hardcore like a uh, Saw fan. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that he actually liked it so much that he wanted to do a movie himself. Yeah. Like a Saw movie, yeah. like. Uh, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot.
2: Yeah one of one, one of my yeah. one of my friends gave me the the I call I actually call like no joke I'm like oh it's like the Will Seal of Approval uh-huh. like because I think the meanest thing you've ever said about a movie is it's in focus.
3: <laughs> it, it, it's a movie right. it's, it's, it, it spells movie
2: of all the movies that get, that came out this year this is certainly
0: one of them
1: like, right. one of the best, one of the best uh, critiques of a movie uh, was in Major League 2 it Was like he's like I went to go see his movie but it was only out for two and a half hours I did <laughs> hear it was in focus though
2: yeah you're <laughs> so good dude. Yeah. I did hear it was in focus though <laughs> Like goddamn man. But yeah, like I'll probably check it out. Um, you know what we did watch that like I was actually really we were both really blown away with it was Blumhouse's The Invisible Man. Oh, you barely saw it? I we yeah. barely saw it, bro. That's a good Ooh. movie. It
1: is one of the best remakes of a classic horror yes. movie that I have ever seen I in my life.
2: I, I was like, there, you're gonna do your, your monster. Verse, you're gonna do your dark universe. Start okay. there. Yeah, okay. that's what they did. That's what they did. Okay. This was actually supposed to be
1: like a like a standalone kind of thing. Yeah,
2: but, it but did they're gonna use so it well. to kickstart the dark
3: universe. Yeah, I is, that, <laughs> is that what they're doing? Yeah, yeah. No way. Well, they, is that why yeah. she, Is that why you said that they, she's the Invisible Woman? Yeah. They, no shit. That, yeah.
2: they they've been they've been trying to kickstart that universe yeah. for a long time because they missed they didn't have the balls to do it with the mummy and Van Helsing when they had the chance. Uh-huh. is It's when they should have done it cuz they, they would have been they because, of the, because the crossovers don't work, right?
3: <laughs> so, I'm not it crazy. Been... I'm not crazy. We had little McDonald toys that had like the invisible woman and like Burger the invisible King. oh okay Burger King right. had I was like toys. why does that like sit in my head because I don't know enough about that I, universe.
2: I, I still have the Dracula somewhere.
3: That's funny but um, somewhere I have the invisible woman amongst but, but like toys. Yeah man they
2: they had um like they, they tried doing it then they, they tried doing it with like Dracula untold it failed. They tried doing it with Tom Cruise's the mummy and it failed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Frankenstein it failed because they the the, the the movie is not a
1: standalone movie. It's it's only exists to set up other movies. You know. Yeah. 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 And that that's, and that's told, why that's why they failed.
2: This one told a really good story, and man, the dread is really scary. Dude. Like there's there I have seen I've never I have goddamn did this guy know how to utilize the Gus Van Zandt shots? Like I can <laughs> fucking point at nothing and leave it there for fucking of a, a good, like, solid, oh, I mean, let me rephrase that. Gus Van Zandt will turn the camera and go do something. Like, this guy will <laughs> turn the camera and leave it there for about 20 seconds and move it. Like, he leaves it there long enough to make it feel like something is looking at you. Yeah. And that's what was so good about it. Like, I'm like, oh, God, something's in the room with her. Or maybe there isn't anything. Like and how quiet that movie is like there's a quiet like the scenes the, yeah,
1: the, the suspense like, I was are quiet
3: Subtitles yeah, of yeah. all that, and they don't even give like, oh, you stepped on a crack, yeah, or you a squeak or a thud. You don't you don't see anything like that. It's literally yeah. what you say. can I just
2: movie. fucking say that Elizabeth Moss is amazing? And <laughs> I think she is so good, dude. Like, dude,
1: she has been she has been like I have had a crush on her since I was nine years old, dude. Yeah, and yeah. We're, the, we're the same age, uh, and like I remember watching her I don't know what it was but she was also a little kid and like she's really good she's she's really good good at everything that she does I still haven't seen A Handmaid's Tale but I'm on it
2: I want to watch it but everybody's like yeah I mean you can watch it if you want to be pissed off like it's just it's It's just one of those things that leaves you like, why the fuck wouldn't you kill somebody for doing that? (laughs) But I don't know. I got to take the time to watch it. But um, yeah, man, like I I thought it was a really good movie, but like it didn't deserve Elizabeth Moss. She's so good. Like she's so good in everything that she does in this movie. And like. I don't think if they I mean you could put a bunch of different actresses in that role but like what made that movie as good as it was was Elizabeth Moss. She's like, so
1: real. dude. like she, like yes, she, dude. she's so genuine. And like, yes or no dude, yes or no dude, you lost your did you lose your shit at the restaurant scene?
3: Yes, Holy shit dude, we were so like <laughs> what the fuck happened? I, I we I had to watch it twice yeah, in I order did. to <sighs> like grasp what happened and she
2: looked down on at her phone. I
3: looked, for
2: like
3: I looked split, down for a split yeah. second. A split second, like, and I, I missed it. I
2: blinked, and I was super confused. I was like, no, I know what I saw, but did I just, yeah. what the
3: fuck happened? It's because I I, like, I, I I, was looking at the TV, and then the next thing I know, I don't see anything, so I'm like, okay, they're just talking. So I look at my phone, and then the next thing I know, her fucking...
2: Yeah, her, just just
3: whole thing me,
1: it's yeah. just yeah.
3: it's just gone. Like everything's just like blood everywhere. So <laughs> it's,
1: so it's one review up. so one review I read uh, or I heard and this is totally true, the reason why this movie works so well is because uh her character does everything right. Right,
4: uh, yes. right. Yes,
1: like she does, she does everything right. Like she yes, she she doesn't bow down to the typical horror cliches of like you know oh well she stays in the haunted house no she tries to get out yeah, but yeah. she is foiled at every turn and that's why it works
2: yeah mm-hmm. that's what's so fucked up about it I was like dude like the poor chick dude like yeah. she can't catch a like, break she she met
1: her she met her in public like so yeah like, that she was saved that he would dare try anything <laughs> but no he dared. Look. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, that
3: sucks. Like the split second, like, obviously editing did great in that part. Mm. Oh, yeah. But, like, the split second where it went from him to her, Mm -hmm. I was, like, insanely, like, blown away. Yeah. It was such a shock. It was crazy. And, like, let's
2: not... Uh spoil anything, but my god that ending. Yeah.
3: Oh, that ending was Ooh. so satisfying. <laughs> like honestly, yeah. to anybody who's watching or going to watch this movie and hasn't yet, like you really need to take the time because it is phenomenal. Like the ending is spectacular. You couldn't ask for anything better. It's 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 yeah. just a great, great movie.
1: I don't know if they're gonna do a sequel
2: but uh,
3: I hope they, they get right it. on it. They should. If, if,
2: if they do, like, I mean, they'd have to It'd work. It'd be hard yeah.
3: to top it. Yeah,
2: like, I don't know where you would go from there. Like, like I said, everything about this movie is really, 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 really good, and I know a lot of people, like, didn't like it, which I thought was so weird. I was like, what is not to like? like I don't this know. Is it made me cry, so. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, it was one of those, like, bro, and that's I think that's one of the things I like about Elizabeth Moss is like when she cries I feel it like I feel bad and like you feel nothing but like God damn! I would do anything to help you if I could. Like yeah, <laughs> like you want to help her so bad when you watch her in this movie, like you want to scream at everybody for her. Like it drives <laughs> me. Just believe her. Yeah,
3: dude. I'm like, dude. She's not
2: doing anything. Her crime was not wanting to be it
3: anymore. And then like, when stuff starts really happening in the scene, that you know what scene I'm talking about, will. Like when stuff starts happening and everybody starts realizing it and I'm just like the uh in like the, why in the hospital In the, jail. In the hospital yes. Yeah, and the well in the, the, the psychiatric, psychiatric you know? house. But like yeah, and I'm just like why can't you why can't you just why can't you just see what she's seen? Yeah,
2: Dude, like goddamn, frustrating. But like What do you say?
1: What do you say we we uh we get on to the uh to the main course of the show, guys? Hell and. yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, what we actually came here
1: for. Let's talk about let's talk about this week's movie, freaking Detroit Rock City, uh, nineteen ninety nine, directed by one of the most underrated uh, comedians slash directors, Adam Rifkin. Oh man, Adam
2: Rifkin! Like what a uh, great job he did with this movie.
1: Like this, this is this is uh, uh, this movie is a culmination of several things. Okay, one was that during the the for a while, Kiss had been wanting to do uh, a movie, like mm-hmm. a Kiss movie, uh, uh, starring Kiss. Yeah, you know, uh, they made one in the in the seventies. Um, is it Kiss Meets the Phantom?
2: Yeah, Kiss Meets the Phantom.
1: Where it was a made-for-TV movie where all their voices were dubbed yeah. <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> like that didn't go over too well. But uh, in the '90s, uh, they were having a they were having a, a career renaissance and they were they were coming back and they wanted to to uh, go into movies. You know,
2: you know, you know what Which actually the made like them. Step? You know what kind of made them big again. What was that? It was it was the it was a combination of two things. It was the 20th anniversary of Kiss Alive. Oh yeah, one of and, the greatest live albums ever. And one of the biggest members of the Kiss army was super famous because of his fucking action figures and comic books, Todd McFarlane. Oh yeah. Made Kiss action figures. Yeah. He made the Kiss action figures. And the Kiss action <sighs> figures brought back like man KISS was so much fun. So then Alive came out, and then Psycho Circus came out. Like, so they were fucking... All of a sudden, everybody was talking about KISS again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it, you know, was, it, was, mom, it was It was a big deal, man. My mom was the one who got me into KISS. You know how or why she got me into KISS? Uh, she was trying to get me away from listening to Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. She was trying so hard to get me to avoid listening to him that oh she was trying goodness. to show me... Like other stuff, and she showed me Kiss. She, she bought know me, inspired Marilyn Manson, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which was so funny because like she had told me she was the one who told me Knights in Satan's Service. Oh really? Like she, she told me she was like, from what I understand, that's what that stands for. And I'm like, my if if it really stood for that, you would not be encouraging me to listen to it. Like yeah. bullshit. Like you don't want me listening to Marilyn Manson because you're afraid he's going to tell me to worship the devil like give me a break you let me listen to something called the Knights and Satan Service
1: you know if this really stood for Knights and Satan Service i think that would be on every single album like they yeah. would they would like totally that, that would be one of their selling points. I guarantee it, you.
3: It would have worked if they thought of that. You, it would have, no
2: shit. It yeah. would have worked. is like, damn, that's good. Right? Because <laughs> he listens to the podcast too. Like, we got a lot of famous friends who listen to the podcast. You guys should yeah. jump on this shit before we don't want to talk to you. I well, um, never admitted, but, you know. <laughs> but because he doesn't own it yet. But yeah. he, he's, try- Ooh, he's trying. Oh, he's trying. But yeah, man. Like, they, they had, they, they, there, was a whole lot to to unpack with Kiss, and I think that's Gene Simmons' problem is that he's never going to stop until he gets it on everything.
1: Yeah, like, which is fine, you know. I mean, he's, I mean, yay capitalism, I guess. But
2: yeah, you know, that's a guy who, when somebody is, you know, like pro capitalism, I understand if you're Gene Simmons. Yeah, like. I understand your stance for pro capitalism if you're Gene Simmons. If you're a hedge fund guy, by the way,
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you're a hedge fund guy, you're not a capitalist, you're a fucking scumbag, okay? Like, Gene Simmons is a capitalist. From diapers to coffins, he figured it out. Yeah. Like, that's a guy who circumnavigated... He's not taking any money away from
1: anybody. Mm -hmm. He's not taking any money away from anybody. All he's saying
2: is if you're giving your money away, I got stuff with my face on it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, capitalist. Yeah. I love it. Welcome to Walmart. Get your shit and get out. Yeah. (laughs) Like... I, I, I dig it. That I understand. I get why you would do that. An artist should be able to capitalize on capitalism. Yes. Like, he's a rare, rare, rare example of fucking <laughs> really beating it. Like, yeah. that's the guy who defeated the system. But, like... He is the system now. <laughs> he is the system now. But, yeah. like, what I really, really like is that Kiss has always sort of been dumb but harmless. Yeah. Like, they're fun. If you really listen to the music, come on, man. God gave rock and roll to you. Like, boy, what a song that just makes me feel good. You know?
1: Like, like that song not only takes me back, but yeah, dude, like, it it fills you with like just hope and, and, and yeah. love and like it's so it's it's orchestral and it's beautiful and and it's it's you know
2: somebody <laughs> same guys who who wrote a song about their dick you know this is, <laughs> like this is why this is why i have not seen the new bill and ted movie is because like they like we still haven't written that song and i'm like so you're telling me that it wasn't God gave rock and roll to you. That the song that saved the world wasn't God gave rock and roll to you. Fuck your movie. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Bill and Ted that bad. I'm angry I want about. To,
1: I want to. I want to watch it. I don't care. Like I, I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm a. I'm such a hardcore Bill and Ted fan so I, that but I don't I, care. I, I need to watch
2: it. <laughs> I'm i You're bitter. I'm that God but, gave rock and roll wasn't <laughs> isn't the song that saved the world. Like God gave rock and roll to you wasn't the song that saved the world. I don't want to see your movie. Like this is like, no, you rise of the machined, like <laughs> yeah. you rise of the machined for me. Like, sorry. And I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna watch it. I am gonna watch it. Yeah. It's just that like that's and it, for me. Like when you're gonna make a movie about like writing the song that saves the world, it has to be something like that. And yeah. like what 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 song could you possibly put in that place right now? You know what I mean? Like gotta give rock and roll to you from Kiss is one of the greatest songs ever to me. I adore that song. Yeah. Like there's 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 always time for that song. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like how do we make uh, it cooler? Get Steve Vai. Get Steve Vai. <laughs>
1: I love, I love at the end of Bogus Journey when they're like, "Oh snap, we don't even know how to play our instruments." So they, they, they go, they go back, I'm they go learn. back in time and spend ten years learning, and they come back with kids and a
2: beard. <laughs> That's so and awesome. Song. Let me tell you
1: something: song. if you,
2: if you've been playing for ten years, you should know more than a kiss song. I'm just gonna put that out there, but like.
1: So I heard I, I heard from like musician friends of mine who actually know music and everything yeah. saying that yeah man like Kiss's music is some of the easiest thing you'll ever learn how to play. Like Probably. it's really easy to play Kiss music. Like
2: it's it, barely written. Like the music yeah. is barely written, you know? <laughs> I, I I I'm going to because I make fun of uh, ACDC a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, who'd have known you could have had a fucking 40 year career with one song? Like, Kiss had to, they, all their songs sound the same to me. And I don't get me wrong. You know, they're fun. They're good. It's good music. I understand why ACDC's <laughs> stood the test of time. But yeah. I was like, dude, Kiss had to put on makeup to ACDC. <laughs> yeah. Because they've been surviving off the same kind of song for a good while. <laughs> <laughs> like I understand reinventing yourself and taking the makeup off but then they're like uh guys I don't think we're understanding why they like us so much. <laughs> they Put that shit out yeah, right they got God. rid of the theatrics they got rid of
1: the uh uh the the costumes and they put on denim shirts and shit like the they, Canadian tuxedos and it's like smart.
2: they, it, they it's, were good.
1: No, and and it's like, dude, that's like 60% of the reason why people go to see you.
2: (laughs) It's true. Like, don't get me wrong. I love me some 80s Kiss, and they were smart because the 80s showed up, and it was like, oh, fuck everything. We're living in excess. And, like, Kiss was like, well, we've already been doing that. We might as well just walk in there and just mingle. Let's just mingle with the 80s guys. And they did. They just fucking, like, we already have the big hair. Let's just take the makeup off and wear tighter pants. We're fine. And they did it
1: it's funny because the 80s were a perfect time to be wearing all that stuff yeah. and to have like those music videos do like yeah have a music video where you guys are fighting aliens in space and shit
2: yeah know? like they they were smart they just kind of snuck in there with everybody like, <laughs> and they survived and then fucking kurt cobain and he was like dude this party sucks everything sucks and everybody was like yeah everything sucks and like the party was over and kiss was like you know what let's just put the makeup back on and see what happens. <laughs> and like, you know, it's retro nostalgia, dude. <laughs> and, tw- and we're in 2021. And let me tell you something. If this pandemic were to end tomorrow and they were like, yeah, everybody's fine now. Like, uh, like, and then they were like, kiss concert tomorrow. Like I'm going to go to the kiss concert. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. you guys. Like that just a, sounds like a blast. I have
1: a friend of mine whose dad went to two, Uh, Kiss Goodbye Concerts.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, they they had, like... I think it was, like, no joke. Like, it seems like I'm exaggerating, but I think it was, like, seven Farewell Tours?
1: Yeah, well, I mean... (laughs) I mean, you're not a real... You're not a real classic band unless you've had at least five Goodbye Tours, dude.
2: Yeah, dude. And and then, (laughs) like, I think their last Farewell Tour was, like, six years long. And then they... (laughs) And then they took like a year off and then like they fired Ace Freely and Peter Chris again. <laughs> they just replaced them and they're like, Yeah, we're Kiss again. I'm like, Well, the parts that matter are still here.
1: <laughs> yeah, because everybody knows uh everybody knows Paul Stanley and, and uh and uh, Gene Simmons, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, you 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 need you need both of them for KISS. You just do. Yeah. Like I I, I I like Ace Freely even though he's a psychopath. Um uh, yeah. I have nothing against Peter Chris, but he is kind of—I don't even like saying he's the Ringo of the band because, like, jokes be damned, Ringo never stopped making music. You know what I mean? Yeah, he really hey. did. <laughs>
1: It's so funny that everybody jokes about, like, the Ringo, about Ringo being, like, the least talented of them all. But, yeah, dude, like, he he's he's made, he's consistently made uh, good music for 60, 70 years. Yeah, I
2: was going to say, I was yeah. like, dude, even his, like, lame music is pretty good. It's like, pretty good, dude. He, yeah. he, he kind of, like, no joke, Ringo kind of princed. Like, yeah. everything he puts out is like, yeah, you can dance to that. Yeah. You can you can fucking just tap your toes to that. Yeah. You can enjoy that. Like... Remember
1: that song that Paul McCartney came out with after 9-11? Yeesh. Yeesh. dude. How many <laughs> times can you say freedom in a song, dude? Oh, apparently a lot. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Detroit Rock City, man. We're not a music podcast. It's a... Originally, they had they wanted to do three movies. They're going to start out with yeah. three movies, right? Mm-hmm. Detroit Rock City was one of them. Another one was going to be an autobiography about the band, about mm-hmm. the band itself, like uh, them, their life story and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then the third one was going to be like this big budget space opera Star yeah. Wars uh, type type thing, right? Yeah. But it was all uh, based on how this movie would do. And unfortunately, this movie did not do too well at the box office, which I don't understand, which I mean, let's face it, dude. It came out at a time with uh, with like the mummy and and and, like the Brendan Fraser mummy and uh, another little another little teen comedy called American Pie. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Good point.
1: Yeah.
0: And
1: uh, it didn't do too well. Um, I, I I would like to think that if it if it had come out um, at a different time mm-hmm. with less competition that it would have done better Probably. but um, yeah. you know it is what it is and I gotta tell you, uh, it's one of my all-time favorite movies mm-hmm. and uh, the thing about it is that the characters, are so damn relatable especially to the people that
2: I know, uh, know? yeah like holy shit did we not did, man will did we not grow up with those dudes are those not these our people dude like, holy <laughs> shit man like I have fucking partied with literally every one of these people like <laughs> every one of them fucking, dude <laughs> yeah dude like holy shit have I hung out and party with every last one of these dudes Yeah. like excuse me it is so fucking funny and relatable. And one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things about this movie is it doesn't hammer you over the head that it takes place in the 70s. like. I can't stand shit that does that. It's one of the things that put me off about Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, I, I got to the last episode of the first season of Stranger Things, and they were like, look, the kid's dressed like Marty McFly. It's not even Halloween anymore. Do you like the 80s? Do you remember the 80s? Like, <laughs> yes!
1: Hey, kids, do you remember the 80s? Well, now you're not going to forget them.
2: Yeah, like, holy <laughs> fuck, so, guys. I- Get it,
1: like so. The the I love that you brought that up because Adam Rifkin. Because okay, one of the best. I love watching movies with the commentary track. Oh, this is one of my favorite commentary tracks because Adam Rifkin. Okay. Adam Rifkin is is such a. a He's such a fan of movie making, and he's such like uh, uh, he loves talking about it.
2: Yeah. So and when you, can you tell watch it, this movie, does not have to look as good as it does.
1: Yeah, and like he's saying that because he grew up in the '70s, right? He was a kid in the '70s, yeah. uh, and he grew up a Kiss fan, hardcore Kiss fan. So uh, I- instead of hammering in the fact that this takes place in 1978 um, or 1977, 1978, uh, he just peppered in little things like, for example, he remembered his sister having a uh, uh, those lip bombs, those little lip bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and back in the 70s, they came out with different flavors. And yeah. he specifically remembers his sister having a uh, Coca-Cola flavored lip balm. Mm-hmm. So like and it only came out in the 70s. So he actually put that in there, that scene where she's where she's putting on the lip balm yeah, yeah. and stuff. He he put in like little things like that to so let you know what time period this takes place at, you know. Yeah, yeah. and they don't have like you said, they don't hammer in the fact that it's 1978.
2: Yeah, you know? it just it just happens to be
1: 1978 in the movie. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and it, it's funny because they had. Uh, they had such because it wasn't a big budget movie. Like this movie cost like twenty million dollars, right? Which yeah. is chump change, right? Most of their most of their budgeting came from Kiss themselves.
2: Yeah, most of the Kiss memorabilia is Gene Simmons. Like it a lot, it. It is, a lot yeah. of it is a lot like of it is a lot of it. Actually, shit you see, yeah.
1: a lot of it is also like. uh Local, because I think they shot in Cleveland. Actually, they didn't yeah. shoot in Detroit. They shot in Cleveland.
2: Yeah, yeah. And um, they recreated the Cobo Hall.
1: Yeah, which, Like like
2: with three thousand people, like a small. Which crop. if you
1: know Cobo Hall, that looks nothing like Cobo. No,
2: it looks <laughs> nothing like Cobo Hall. <laughs> so, like, but uh, they they did a good job of like recreating the big set and the stage, like because it was it was their first real big. It's the Alive show. Yeah, like yep. it's the first big like like concert that they did like with the pyro and all that
0: shit.
1: Yeah, and that was that was a legendary show apparently. Yeah. And uh um yeah man like for example they had the uh uh the kiss pinball machine. Mm-hmm. That was in the uh in the uh, um in the comedian store yeah. that was actually loaned to them from mm-hmm. a local, uh, a local guy who has a collection of pinball machines. Mm-hmm. And that particular pinball machine w- is a one of a kind kiss pinball machine. Yeah. Signed yeah. by all the members.
2: Yeah. You know, so wild shit up in this movie, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. The- the, all the stuff that's in the background just so matter-of-factly, like, lying around is actually really cool and impressive vintage shit. Yep. Like, really... And they're all shit.
1: extremely well taken care of because they all belong to the fans of KISS.
2: Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, there's there's just so much cool shit in this movie. Like, I, I, I adore, really, everything that they did with it. Like, yep. every, every last bit of it. And the story itself... Is so fucking fun, like yeah. it's so cool. And like, um, let's just unpack the actors that we yeah. have in this. Like, all four of these guys are so fucking great in this role and their roles, their respective roles. Like, it, it's 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 very hard to get, especially
1: the, like these guys were kids, man. Like, they're they're yeah. like they were seventeen, eighteen, nineteen years yeah. old.
2: Like they're all pretty uh, think, young guys.
1: I think Sam Huntington, uh, who plays Jam, yeah, he was he was seventeen years old at the time, so he yeah, was he, he was, was underage at the time.
2: Yeah, he was still really right?
1: young, and uh, he was the youngest. Believe mm. it or not, he was the youngest of all of them.
2: Yeah, uh, I think James DeBello was the oldest one. Trip.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, James DeBello. Uh, Man, talk about perfectly... Why didn't this guy have a bigger career, dude?
2: I don't understand. Because he's actually not a bad actor. He's actually pretty funny. Like, he's He's, got... He has quite a range, actually. Like, a bigger range than you'd think he would.
1: Yeah. I I remember watching him in... um, I forgot what movie it was, but he played... uh, He played a killer, like a serial killer. mm -hmm. And, man, he was scary. Yeah, Like, he's He's got this intense look in his eyes, like... Like
2: he's he's there, but he's not there, you know. He's responsible. And- One of his line deliveries is responsible for almost killing me. Which like, is? Uh, have you ever seen Cabin Fever? Um, I I remember watching
1: it, but I think I know which line you're talking about.
2: <laughs> I, I saw I saw Cabin Fever in theaters <laughs> with a group of friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, was eating po- I was eating popcorn, yeah. and I was drinking my soda is the part where he's telling the story about the bowling alley murder mm-hmm. and he starts laughing and this girl goes, Bert, you asshole, this isn't funny. And he goes, yes it is, you fucking slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the pancake size. No, <laughs> no, dude. Like, I spit soda and inhaled popcorn at the same time and I started choking. Like... <laughs> hey, he almost killed me with it's the way he delivered it. The, yeah. Just bit finish you fucking slow it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's 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 funny because he, he uh him along with um, when Natasha Leon came out in uh, in American Pie Together. Oh yeah they didn't have it's, the same scene, but yeah, uh, yeah, believe remember. it or not, dude, uh Edward Furlong okay, Edward Furlong is the oldest and Giuseppe Andrews is the second oldest. Oh, right on. Yeah, and then James Abello okay. and Sam Huntington. Edward Furlong was Probably the biggest, aside from Kiss, was the biggest star in this movie. Yeah, he's the draw. He was the draw, man. Yeah, like, he was the draw. And man, like, he is so good, dude. Like, he's such great
2: comedic timing, dude. He's so fucking funny. And, like, I gotta tell you, man, because it's it, like for a good while, like Edward Furlong was in, was a target for people like just to make fun of. Like bro, his cr- he had two really really big crimes in his whole fucking life I feel anyway. Like was one was being wasted and releasing lobsters in a Walmart or something stupid. He he, tried- he
1: was at a uh, uh, at a at a market, at a store. Yeah. And he took a bunch of lobsters and released them into the like into the bay. Yeah. You know. Yeah, where they scary. died because because yeah. they're because the
2: lobsters yeah <laughs> yeah that's actually it, it was like i it was like some fucking idiot threw a a, a a tortoise into a water into water i'm like it can't you killed it like <laughs> you yeah. dropped it it's gonna but, drown <laughs> yeah i was like not that kind of turtle but okay <laughs> but like same thing i was like it was that and then like his other crime was he gained weight like yeah that was what everybody gave him shit about it. I'm like, dude, like he's so fucking cool and funny and like everything he's in. Like I like him in a lot of stuff. And like I think he's so, so perfectly cast in this movie. Yeah. Like, he's, like, he's he's a he's
1: a leader of the of the crew of this crew of uh, uh ruffians <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who like they're not bad kids like they're not they're not portrayed as as uh they're just portrayed as regular regular teenagers man who just so yeah. happen to be huge fans of kiss yeah and they do what kids do, you know, like they have their own band and, you know, they have their own place to
2: hang out and stuff. And they talk to each other like teenage boys, you know? Yeah, And I think that's why it was so, cause like when I watched this movie, I was like, that's me and my fucking friends. Like I was 14 yeah. when this came out. Yeah. Like I had just started going to concerts. Uh-huh. Like I had just started going to concerts and like, they were just, they, they were so relatable. Like with your friends, it's, 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 it's quite a, adventure to try to get to a concert with a bunch of other 14 year olds when none of you can drive <laughs> yeah like it's a bit yeah. of a pain in the ass you got to look for the one guy who's got a cool mom in a big enough car like and,
1: uh, and giuseppe andrews man i think i think the movie that uh i think the biggest movie that he came out with before this one was uh, he was in independence day yeah. um in a As small the, role
2: the middle brother but
1: he's he's like the uh he's like the the quiet the quiet one in this movie, and and mm-hmm. like he, when he loses his shit, that makes it even even funnier because it, like he's like all cool and calm and collected and everything throughout the whole movie,
2: and then when the car gets stolen, he loses his shit, <laughs> and it's like, hilarious. I've I've always liked him the most out of everybody in this movie because uh, he genuinely reminds me of me, really. Like when I was that age. I am the way I am because of how fucking people like to see me snap when I was a kid. <laughs> like, people thought it was It's the same thing now. I'm an adult. People think it's funny when I blow up. Yeah. And I'm like, I blow up to fucking stop myself from fucking biting you people in the neck. Like, you have no idea. And, like, <laughs> one of my favorite moments in this whole movie is when the car gets stolen. Yeah. And he's like... You know, I don't know why the fuck I'm freaking out, man. My mom's got insurance. Like, I don't give a shit. Try to ground me for a year. I don't give a shit. Like, exactly cool, man. Talk shit! I'm in big <laughs> fucking trouble! Like, I love that, dude. I'm like, yep, that's about right, dude. Like, oh oh, shit, everything's gonna be okay. Like, who the um... fuck am I kidding? Like, I love it. It, 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 it fucking kills me, dude. Like, I, 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 I've always felt... Bad for him because I've always been that kid who lets my friends get me into stupid shit. Yeah. Like I would let my <laughs> friends, I, and even when I knew it was a dumb idea, I'd still let them get me into stupid shit. Not because I wanted them to like me, but because I did like them. They were my friends. I didn't want something to happen to them. You know yes. what I mean? Like, but I would I would get in trouble with them and shit like that. So like, I I I, un- I was never crazy enough to try to take one of my parents' cars. Like that's that's execution with my with like. Nah. I wouldn't have like I would survived, my friends wouldn't have survived. Like there's something I wouldn't have done. So uh
1: probably the 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 most important part of this movie is uh I guess you can say she's the antagonist of the film, Lynn Shay, as uh perfectly, perfectly, perfectly cast as Sam Huntington's mom, do do they not look like mother and son? They look yes. so
2: much like mother and
1: it's son. It's so like.
3: creepy, and it's <laughs> it's so funny
2: to see Lynn Shay as this in this role, considering that like her husband is Bob Shay, and the PMRC did everything they could to kill Freddy Krueger, and oh, like. Really? <laughs> Dude, the PMRC, the MPAA, like, everything. Dude, they, every time Bob Shay wanted to make a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, like,
3: ah, I have an objection. <laughs> I have an
2: objection. <laughs> like, fucking Lin Shay, I was like, man, I'm like, she's so good in this show. No,
1: she is, she is the younger sister of but Bob Shay.
2: Lin Shea? I, th- I thought it was his wife. No, that's his sister. Is it? I don't know why yeah. I thought it was his wife, but, like... Yeah. She does this role so well, and I think it's because she has probably told a thousand of these women to loosen up. <laughs>
3: like, yeah, <laughs> that's, bitch, why, loosen. that's why she oh. she
1: she, uh, she plays it so well because She's she knows.
3: Perfect,
1: dude.
3: She uh, makes me hate her in in this movie, and that's because I love her so I much. Because in every like, what is it? The Conjuring series. Uh, Insidious. Insidious series. She she is amazing. She's my my favorite. I love her. She's a great actress. And so great. She fucking makes me hate her here. Like, I despise this woman in this movie. She is
2: so, like... And I don't know... I really don't know who else to compare her to. Um, There's just a lot of characters like this, but she makes me feel... The same way that Vicky Guerrero would when she was like a character. Oh yeah, just the. Excuse me. Like like you, so- like she
1: she she plays the the this this deplorable holier than thou person so well. Like too pinch pinpoint- She lives like she, her only reason for being is for you to hate her. Yes, yes, dude.
2: Like she fucking thrives on it. Like like it's a symbiotic relationship. She lives as long as you hate. Yeah. And like she's such a god, dude. Like and I, I I you hate her in this movie, but it's so much fun to hate her. Like yeah. I've I love my mom to death. I do. But when I was a teenager, man, like she may as well have been a fucking like just Russian screaming professional, like <laughs> we just and like I was just a fucking like deaf mute fucking mime. There was no there's no communication. All we would do is argue and fight and argue and fight and fight about what we're arguing about and argue about yeah. what we're fighting about. Like, What are we fighting about? We're fighting about this. No, we're not. <laughs> like there was like, you want to talk about like teenage rebellion and butting heads. My mom, like the more I butted heads, the more she tried to control the harder I would fight, which is probably where like, I don't even need a therapist to figure that out. It's exactly where my, my utter displeasure for authority comes from Dude. is like, I, I, I have never met anybody
1: who hates authority. Like like somebody telling you, like, hey, man, don't go there. You're like, fuck you, I'm going to go there. Yeah,
3: no, nah, I'm going to go yeah, like,
2: like there. Don't, don't tell me. Where That's why when people are like, you shouldn't say shit like that. I'm like, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Like,
3: and this It's is like, my, oh, no, I'm going to say might- it anymore.
2: Yeah, like I'm gonna be even louder, and like I'm like that. And Patty's like, ah, oh, say it louder for the people in the back. Like she's she encourages me. Like she's like, yeah, no, no, say, it. like be loud about it.
3: Bad influence.
2: She's a real bad influence, but I love it. But like, I know that's exactly where my inherent like hatred of authority comes from because my mom would get so fucking angry and tell me, you don't have a choice. You, I, I, I control everything that you do, and you can't fucking do this or that unless I fucking say so. Like mom would really exert her authority on me. So I would like, I got to a point, probably when I was like 14, where I was like, eat shit. Like, to this day, the moment where Jam blows up at Lin Shay, when Sam Huntington blows up at Lin Shay at the end. Like, I even earlier, I, we were watching the movie, I'm like, oh, it warms the soul like caldo, <laughs> like like I I remember blowing up at my mom like that. I explode, dude, I can't at this point like like if you were to ask my mom right now like you remember that time that Bob exploded at you like well which time? Which like, time? <laughs> like we've we've blown up at each other. Like I love my mom. At, at my age now, like I understand. Like I understand like that I was a difficult fucking kid and like She only wanted what was good for me. She went about it the wrong way. And because she went about it the wrong way, I had to learn things my own way. And like, I'm glad it went the way that it did. I'm glad that I learned the things that I learned, but my mom never wanted me to get in trouble. Like my mom never wanted me to go out there and and do things. Mom had a plan. Like for me, debutante Santa City. Sorry, (laughs) but like she did, she had a plan. And like, I just kind of like, no. Like I went my own way, I did my own thing. And I'm glad, like I I have the things that I have and I'm in the world that I have now because of it. But like, there is a catharsis and I don't know if you've ever had it to explode at a parent that doesn't understand you. Like that doesn't care to understand. It's not a matter of understanding you, it's a matter of your safety. Like it's a matter of not doing something that can get you in trouble or hurt or both. You know what I mean? And like, it's not a matter of anything else. I get it's your favorite fucking band. It's a bad thing to go here and do this. Like, I don't want you to get hurt. Like. But like in in this movie, like
1: her, her reasoning was, it wasn't about safety. It was more about like, you know,
2: these people are evil. (laughs) Yeah. And like, but that's why like some parents, they just, they really don't get it. And I'm sorry. Some people shouldn't be parents. Like they should, oh yeah. Like, I remember um, I had a buddy, and I don't even really like rem- I, I, I remember his, like, we weren't that close of friends, but we were friends in school. Like, it was like sixth grade. And um, he was brought up, I don't know if it was uh, Jehovah's Witness. I'm not sure. Uh, they didn't celebrate Christmas uh, or birthdays. They didn't celebrate fucking anything. Seven-day um, Adventist. Some... <laughs> Stupid shit like that. Just some reason to be an asshole to your kids, whatever you want to believe in, I don't care. But um, I bought him a birthday present where I convinced my mom to buy him a birthday present. Like I I wanted to buy him a gift for his birthday cause he never got birthday presents. And like, I bought him a cheap, we went to this store downtown that sold bootleg Mortal Kombat toys, but they were oh. really cool toys. Like they were really nice figures and they were like six bucks and they were like- Like the GI Joe ones? Uh, a little bit smaller. They were kind oh, okay. of built like Mezco's a little bit. like oh, They okay. had they had clothes though, like you could un, un, like take off their like, change their clothes oh, and shit it's... like that. But like, gotcha. they're like six bucks. And his favorite character was Scorpion. So I asked mom if I could get that for him for his birthday. And she was like, sure, like I'll get, I'll, I'll help you out with that. So I gave it to him and his mom would pick him up every day after school. And like, I would walk um, to a convenience store after school and I'd wait for my mom to pick me up. As I was leaving, she got out of the car and confronted me and chewed me out for giving him a gift. Ooh. And like, she made me take the gift back. She wouldn't let him even open it. Like, she made me take it back. And I was like, wow, you're the biggest bitch in the world. <laughs> like. I hated her. I was like, wow, you're a fucking bitch, lady. Like, and like, he even like came, he thanked me for it, but he was like, I'm sorry that my mom got mad at you. And I'm like, no, it's cool, dude. Like, I don't, I don't mind. And I told, I even offered to bring it back to him. And I'm like, dude, just keep it. Like, just open it like here at school, throw the box away and keep it in your bag. Like just have it at home. And he was like, no she'll know. And the reason he was like, she'll know because he's like, I don't have any toys. Like he didn't have any. And I'm like, also you can get to heaven, huh? Wow. Like I didn't, I, I, to this day, dude, like I remember her face and like, I just, I just wish like cancer on her face. Like I hate her so much. (laughs) I was like, you're so mean, dude. Like I'll go to hell for you. Like, let me give your kid a gift. Like, to me, even now, as an adult, I'm like, that lady should have never been a parent. Like, like even, even, sorry, even if
1: it was you. just like, look, like, if she were to come up to you and say, look, <clears throat> this goes against our religious beliefs, I appreciate, the, I appreciate the thought, but, you know, like, be nice about it, dude. Like,
2: fuck. Dude, she wasn't even nice. She, like, she was doing, like, that to me. Like, me don't do that, okay? Like, he explained to you that we don't celebrate these things. And I'm like,
1: who the fuck are you? Dude, I'm no surprised she was. didn't knock. I, I'm surprised she didn't clock her in the nose. Dude. No, I, I, oh, I, I called, called her a bitch. Because, I, told, because I, I said, know, who the fuck are you, bitch? Like, because I know that you're the type of guy that if somebody came up to your face, you would just, like, meet them. At him that, with
3: that age, probably, yes, no, so. I, I, yeah.
2: More likely now. But, like, I th- I, I was fr- I thought she was a teacher. I was like, who are you? I had no idea who she was. She oil, didn't tell- who are you? Who are yeah, you? Yeah, like, she didn't tell me <laughs> she was Freddie's mom. Sorry, I didn't mean to say his name. But, like, I'm sorry to say his last name. But she didn't tell, she didn't tell me <laughs> he was my buddy's mom. Like, she didn't tell me that. Like... I'm like, lady, I don't know who you are. Like, who the fuck are you? And I mean, but he was the only person I gave a gift to. So I was like, oh, figured it out pretty quick. But I was like, get away from me. Like, <laughs> get away from me, you lazy-eyed psycho. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, man, well, what the fuck? But like, that's a real Lin Shay in Detroit Rock City kind of mom. Yeah. Like some people, it's just my opinion. If you're like, we don't celebrate Christmas, like don't have kids, dude. Like, or, or like... I'm sorry. Okay, not Christmas. Like we don't celebrate anything. We don't celebrate birthdays. Like, don't have kids, dude. Like don't take birthdays away from a child. That's mean. That's, like yeah, it's 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 kind of messed up, man. And uh, I have
1: I have a whole diatribe that I can go on uh, regarding I, that, man. Uh,
2: but I did I did like that Big Bang joke. Like you didn't even celebrate birthdays. No, my mother said giving birth was her accomplishment, not mine. <laughs> Well,
1: she's not wrong, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or like that line in, uh, in, in Ghostbusters is like, you didn't even have a slinky? We had to have a slinky, but I strained <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, guys, we're going to take a real quick break. Uh, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, the plot of the movie and, and more of the stuff that we like about Detroit Rock City here on the Movie No podcast on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. We'll be right back.
0: Are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to rgmtitanradio.com. We play everything local, like hip-hop, positive,
1: negative, chemical
3: reaction,
0: rock, and country. your music played on our radio station, then send your music to playmymusic at rgbtitanradio.com. Once more, that's playmymusic at rgbtitanradio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist, along with cover art. rgbtitanradio.com. We are the 956. From the depths of the primordial ooze of pop culture... Two figures emerge to bring their gift of knowledge and films to the masses. Their only qualifications? They watched a hell of a lot of movies when they were kids. They're not just experts. They're not just fans. They are movie know-it-alls. Join Bob and Will every Wednesday at 5 p.m. as they host the Movie Know-It-All podcast only on RGB Titan Radio. We are the 956.
1: Hey, Elliot, I'm just calling you, man, to see if you wanted to go to the show over at Yerb. Let me know, dude. Call me back. Bro, this club is popping off right now, man.
0: I'll send you the location, dude. Get out here. Look, man, I get it. You're social distancing. But come on, man, let's go to the mall. Let's go have some lunch.
2: Don't be that guy. COVID-19 is serious. Always wash your hands, always wear a mask, and only go out for the essentials. This message is brought to you by rgvtitanradio.com. We are the 956. Um, you don't understand. Oh, I
4: understand.
1: Perfectly. And so will Father Philip McNulty. You're sending me to boarding school. What else can I do? Records,
4: magazines, comic books, that's one thing. But tickets. Tickets
2: you realize what this means? That you are no longer content merely hearing their awful music and looking at photos of their horrific faces. Now you want to see the devil in the flesh. You want to reach out and touch pure evil. And in Detroit, no less.
1: You do. If that happened to you in real life, like, your favorite band, you've got tickets to finally see them for the very first time in your life. And then your tickets get burned by your mother. I'd be
3: so pissed.
2: (laughs) I'll be, um... 100% because I was telling Patty, like, right there. At that point in time, um there's only so much trouble I can be in. (laughs) I I figured out a long time ago, uh, like probably when I was like 14, uh, once I did something uh, that I knew I was gonna get in trouble for, uh, I had a very like, well, I'm not gonna get yelled at any louder if I fuck up a little bit more. I'm going to
1: jail for the same amount of time for for killing three people, you know. As yeah, I am
2: for four. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. be in jail just as long. So, yeah. you know, so it was... I was telling Patty, I was like, see, had that been me, had that been, like, mom had done that, the second she lit one on fire, I would have snatched them out of her hands. Like, you I would have snatched them out of her hands and ran. That's,
1: that's exactly... What uh? uh, Because I saw this movie with a friend of mine, and and he's like, "Dude, why didn't
2: why didn't he just like snap the tickets? Like, why didn't he just like snap them up?" Yeah, I would have. That's exactly what I would have done. I'd have slapped them. I'd have grabbed them out of her hands. I would have run, and just like told my friends, "Like, you want to fucking see Kiss? We gotta go now. (laughs) Like, we're uh, we're gonna be in world of shit tomorrow, boys. Like, everybody's gonna be in trouble tomorrow, but we gotta go." right goddamn now right now right the fuck now right the fuck yeah right the fuck like (laughs) like run go run like we gotta get out like i would have like but to to go to a concert at that age yeah uh i was very fortunate that my mom i found this one out which was super weird for me because my dad i always thought my dad was way more lenient Uh, i moved in with my dad when i was a kid because he left me alone he let me have my privacy. He let me be yeah. in my room. He never bothered me. Like my dad's whole thing was like, "Are you bringing home Cs?" Like, yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want. My dad's thing was like, "Pass." I don't care if you pass by an inch or a mile. Pass. Yeah. Mom demanded wait, straight wait. A's. Yeah, mom demanded straight A's. If I brought home A's and B's, she was fine. She was a little like a B. Really, you brought me an A last time. Like, yeah, dude. Like, dude. I remember the first time I brought home a D to my mom. Like oh just kill me light me on fire, <laughs> like I understand why some of those kids hang themselves when they're thirteen years old because they're terrified. I was one of those kids. Like I considered killing myself rather oh, than going God. home and bringing home a D to my mom. Like it would fucking flip. She would flip shit over it. So yeah. like it was super easy for me. I was like I'm going. I'm gonna go live with dad. But I remember mom. Ma- I tell mom I want to go to a concert. Go have fun. She did not give two shits. Don't complain that you're tired in the morning. You're still going to school. Like. <laughs> I remember the first time I told my dad, hey, I wanted to go to a, a concert next week with some friends. Tough shit! You're not going to a concert? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he was like, you're not going? No. I know what the fuck happens at concerts. <laughs> like, it's not Fucking <laughs> the dope. <laughs> it's not my fault my dad and his brothers got fucking really high and followed Willie Nelson around Texas. That's literally what they did. And oh they're like, God, we yeah. saw some debaucherous shit. And I'm like, that's all, that's all I'm trying to do. Just see some debaucherous shit. like what's the big deal but he was my dad was super opposed to me going to concerts for a good while like it was actually my mom who was like man like i'm telling you right now just let him go some things you've got to give him like he's gonna fight you on concerts like he may have let you get away with this one because i did like i fucking you know which one it was too pantera oh Oh, okay yeah i see that i see that now i i fucking like i I, get it I I let my dad like fine. I won't go see Pantera, and the only reason I did that was because Pantera was here like every other year. Yeah, and then but that so happened to be the year two thousand, and that was like that was their reinventing the Steel Tour, which was reinventing the new bands, and now they're fucking the only ones that matter are dead, and the fucking one that's alive is a racist. So like. But like, yeah, dude, it, it was one of those concerts where I was like, Fine, no
1: give- I just hold them to a higher standard than I do white people.
2: <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, dude, like, like dad was kind of a bitch about that. And mom told him, she's like, you're only going to be able to pull that one off for so long. Like at some point he's going to just jump out the damn window. <laughs> and, and, and she was right. Cause I, I warned her. She didn't want me going to my first concert either. And I told her, I'm like, okay, well I'm going to go. Like, I was like, I'm going to go anyway. Like, sorry. Like, I'm not asking yeah. you. I'm, I'm letting you know. Like, I'm gonna either, either,
1: either you let me go and you know who I am, or I'm just going to go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'll come back when I'm done. Like, feel free to come look for me. Even if you find me, I'm not going with you. Like, there's that. there's nothing. I, I got to a point where I was like, I, kids are dangerous when they learn that their parents really can't do anything. <laughs> Yeah. I like, can't. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just the truth. Like at some point, like you know, it's some parents are like, oh, I could do so shut up. No, you can't. Like you can do a lot of things, but like so can a kid. <laughs> like and, and like not gonna look some, good, dude. <laughs> yeah. At some point they do figure it out. We figure out. Like I remember being a kid and I'm like, yeah there's not a whole lot they can do. Like, what are you really gonna do about it? You know, they ground they ground me from my TV, but you're not watching me all the time. I'm gonna watch TV as soon as you're gone. <laughs> You know like I, I I don't
1: know I would have snapped at my mom for that so uh, so yeah, man, like this movie is basically all rebellious kids, man, like this is yeah. like like the the height of uh of rebellion, especially when it came to music man, like yeah like definitely. for some reason, for some reason, um. Like I mean, I, I say for some reason, but I know exactly why. You know, the theatrics of a Kiss concert was legendary, man. Like, oh legendary. yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, this movie, I think, perfectly captures uh, the whole the, like the the fandom surrounding it because looking at looking at it through the eyes of these characters, like the, like they were the heroes. Like these yeah. guys are are like they're like pro pro wrestlers in the back in the day, man. Yeah. Like absolutely. what what wrestlers in the 90s became, they became live action superheroes, like real right. life superheroes. <laughs> and that's what Kiss was. And the fact that these that these kids are like, they don't give a damn about authority. They don't give a damn about about uh, anything but what is immediately in front of them. Right. And the fact that, that's, that a band like KISS can hold their attention and, like, you know, mm-hmm. do all that, like, that says a lot. Yeah, it about, does. About who KISS was, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: It's still they still kind of are, man. Like, like, I've never been to a KISS concert, but I know a lot of people who have been to a KISS concert, and I remember... Uh, one of my old buddies telling me that like of all the concerts he's been to, and he's been to a lot, his least favorite band that he went to see live was KISS, but it was the best concert he'd ever been to. Oh, wow. Like he went to KISS because his his cousin was going to KISS and he had an extra ticket. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, I'll go, like, fuck it, like what's the, you know, go see a concert. And he was like, it's probably one of the like most amazing experiences of my life. And I'm like, really? Like kiss? And like, just the stuff that he told if he would tell me what happened at these shows, I'm like, man, that sounds like a real fucking blast. Like that sounds really, really, really fucking cool. Yeah, but who knows man, I gotta I, I'd love to see one someday.
1: yeah, maybe, maybe they'll they'll uh, they'll do another another farewell her sometimes
2: but I'm sure they will. It won't be with it won't be with Ace or Peter Chris but yeah, will be there. Like Gene and Paul will be there. So Patty, what is your uh what is your
1: uh I guess history with Kiss? Like were they on your radar as a kid or or like at any point in your life?
3: No. <laughs> like, no. <laughs>
1: no. Real simple, right?
3: <laughs> like uh honestly no. I I I'm um... I'm not ghetto, I didn't grow up in the ghetto, but my music <laughs> could say otherwise. What is that say? <laughs> like, my music uh, collection was very, was very uh, like 50 Cent and like, you know, <laughs> like all that kind of stupid stuff. <laughs>
2: I, 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 I honestly just started showing her kiss. Oh, like, really? After we, we watched this movie last, when you had suggested we do this one, we literally immediately watched it after hanging up with you. Yeah. Like, cause we we talked about this after we recorded the podcast last week, and like right after we like hung up the the, the call, like we I was like I wonder if we have it on, on like the drive and, and like, we checked did. and we're like holy shit we do have it. So this was the first time you watched it.
3: No, I've sure actually so it's that. probably like the third or fourth time I've watched it. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm more of a dazed and confused fan. Burr. Um, but that's just that's just me.
1: A household divided. It's like but you guys are like chapping into the
3: y'all say that, but I mean look at me. I am like the biggest Khalifa, like dazed female con- Khalifa that you could ever like dazed and
2: confused with Obannon? They- I hate that guy.
3: <laughs> oh oh well, <whoa>. sorry. <laughs> I hate Batman too, but that's just that just. Hey, hey, he's not my Batman. He's, but anyway, he's everybody's Batman.
2: Um,
3: but no, this was uh, this wasn't really like something that I had been introduced to, and like I'm not a big Kiss fan. Like I mean, I know some of their music and stuff, but when I watched this. I was already kind of like, well, I'm dazed and confused, so I don't know if I'm gonna like it. But it is—it's just fun. It's just cool. It's—it's it's something that like anybody can get together and watch and enjoy.
2: Yeah, I think that's what's so much fun about this movie is you don't even have to be a Kiss fan to enjoy yeah. this movie.
3: Nah, no, you right. don't.
2: Kiss is the right kind of band because even if you've, even if you think you've never heard a kiss song. You really probably have. And like what's really, really fun about this movie is that even, even if you've never heard a kiss song, you know who they are. Yeah. Like part of the lexicon, Coca-Cola and Mickey Mouse. Like you know yeah, who you know are. who Kiss is. He's on
3: They're Coca-Cola. Recognizable Band. Too.
2: Oh, the what? <laughs> They're a very recognizable band. Yeah, very. It's a very universal like image, man. Like, it, it's not it's not an unlikely thing to see like posters in Japan with Gene Simmons breathing fire at Godzilla. Like, there's, <laughs> there's shit out there. Yeah. Like, see. they they wanted to cross kiss with everything, and yeah. like, they did. They did a really good job. Of, I I honestly think, and for all I know, I could be wrong, but I honestly think the only thing. That I have never seen like Kiss do, like merchandise wise, is children's toys in, a, in a, a Happy Meal, like a kid's meal. Huh. They probably did
1: that like in India or
2: something.
3: I, I, don't mean, know I feel sense. like you're wrong on that. See, and um, I was going to say, I was like, I feel like I'm
2: wrong about
3: that. I, I feel like you're very wrong on that. Like, like I I'm like, going to, y'all talk. I'm going to look. <laughs> Kiss,
2: kids, <boy>. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. So, I really wouldn't be, but like,
1: yeah and and so this movie has a has a pretty basic plot it, it's it's basically like a road trip movie and it's these kids they want to go to a kiss concert which is uh in Detroit uh apparently it's it's a ways drive uh from where they're at and um that scene that, that I that I showed earlier was they already had tickets but the the tickets got burnt up by uh by one of the kids moms now <laughs> One of the funniest scenes, or one of the funniest situations, is um, the reason why they make the trip over to at all, even though they don't have tickets, is because they won the tickets from a radio station.
2: Yeah, then they won. They won tickets on a radio giveaway. Yeah, like a like a radio giveaway,
1: right? And like this 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 is so funny because I know people like this mm-hmm. who uh <laughs> like the radio DJ is uh um he's one person on the radio and then he's like a totally different person in real life like the, ra- <laughs> the radio DJ in this movie like he comes like on the radio he's like like when two front stage passes dude. the kids concert survived. you know real loud and everything and then and then when you get to meet him he's like yeah
2: Um, Yeah, he's 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 (laughs) it's supposed to be Simple Simon. Like who really was the DJ like out in Detroit for the longest Uh, time was the rock and roll. So that was a real guy. Yeah, Simple Simon's a real guy. Like (laughs) and like the the reason that dude is is portraying him in the movie is because he does a killer simple Simon impression. Like it's spot on. Like here they are with Shockman Rock on Ace! like he was really loud like that you know what my favorite thing about this dj though was he didn't tell a single selena story but like <laughs> okay i'm bitter but like um yeah dude like it's really it, it is really funny because like you were saying like you and i'm not just making fun of you know the obvious like i i've known quite a lot of radio djs in my life um I've known a lot of these dudes, and they are. They're one thing on the radio. You have to be. You have to be a a totally different character. And it's so funny seeing him that way. Hey, if you guys want, you know, whatever, you're going to have to tell me quick, I'm due at Cobo Hall in an hour. Like, real mellow, dude. Like, and I think it's fucking, it's really clever. Like, one of my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite things about this movie, and it is the most underrated thing about it, is this fucking soundtrack. Like... Man...
1: Like, Besides okay, so, Kiss,
2: like
1: so uh, yeah, like this movie is just filled with with Kiss songs. Like mm-hmm. uh, all the Kiss songs that they use could could fill up its own album. Absolutely. But for a long time, my favorite movie soundtrack, uh, when it comes to uh, like licensed music and stuff, was Forrest Gump. Oh yeah, I think Forrest Gump had it's it's had. Up there with, uh, but this one,
2: this one is up there with Forrest Gump, I should say. But
1: this one, dude, like like the fact that they got. As many big time acts as mm-hmm. they did. Man. Right? Like it's they got so- Sweet. They got. That uh, other soundtrack. They got Van Halen. Oyster,
2: Blue Oyster Cult. Black Sabbath. Oyster.
1: Yeah, man. Like, and
2: Oreo not the. Speedwagon? Like, <laughs> not the Bay City Rollers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like. Like the, 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 the runaways, man. Like, holy shit! What a good soundtrack.
1: And 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 th- this is the kind of soundtrack that you can like just put on your radio, man, and just take a road trip, dude. Like, just yeah, you know, like take
2: a day trip to the island or something, man. With it, music, it, is, like, it is good cruising music, man. Yeah, it's dude. Good stuff to listen to, and like everything about it is. There's so many like good inside jokes with the music. Like it's it's really clever. Um, I do like that. Their their love interests are, are both kiss kiss songs. Yeah, uh, uh, Beth, Beth and Christine, and
1: Christine Christine yeah.
2: sixteen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ha ha, ha I like that he calls himself Doctor Love. Yeah, I would have gone God of Thunder, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think this was seventy eight, so God of Thunder wasn't a song yet.
1: But one of the funniest jokes is is uh, when they pick up Christine. Yeah. And uh they're talking about uh the, the about disco, right? Yeah, and like, so disco builds big. dogs for quarters, man. Yeah. Like disco's, disco's, disco's so just- fucking big, I wouldn't be surprised if they made their own disco song. <laughs>
2: There's one thing Kiss will never do is a bullshit is a bullshit disco song. And did what did they
1: do? With, ooh, 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 ooh. And what did they do the very next year? <laughs> I was painful
2: loving you. <laughs> you. You know what my favorite thing about that is? Uh, like, cause she, cause like Patty didn't get that joke, and really? cause I laughed and she was like, "Why is that funny?" And I'm like, "Cause they made a disco song." And she's like, "Kiss." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably one of the better ones. Like, See how so much
3: I listen to KISS? <laughs> I was it's like, bro.
2: Song. Yeah, I was like, dude, I was made for loving it. Like, fuck, Disco, it's a good song. Good song dude. Yeah, dude, I put good it, dude. I, I went to Spotify because I uh, thought I was going to have to look for it. And you know, I don't know if you have Spotify, but when you go uh, to Spotify, uh, it has the, the five most looked for and popular songs. Uh, like... If you type in a band, the band comes up, like their discography and all this stuff. But here are five songs. These are the five songs that everybody looks for when they come Good. look for this band. Number yeah. one is I Was Made For Loving You. Really? I would have been. through it would have been rock and roll all night. No, everybody wow. goes, everybody who jumps on Spotify, the majority of people that jump on Spotify to look for a Kiss song is I Was Made For Loving You. That's so isn't weird that, because that's isn't not that even their best song. <laughs> no, and you know what else I thought was real weird? Because like number one is "I Was Made for Loving You," but uh, number five is "Forever." Remember that song? It's forever. It's an '80s power ballad. That's like the like, like
1: the least uh, like like the the song that I've heard the least of Kiss.
2: It, yeah, like, but it's 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 number five in their most searched. Oh, so uh, like, okay. Weird. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, I was like. That's, that,
3: not Good shout it out
2: loud. Not hotter than hell. Not strutter like strutter. Really? That's a that's the first Kiss song I ever heard was strutter. Really, strutter. Yes, I, I was hooked I right it,
1: away. Uh, uh, God
2: made rock and roll was the first one that I I remember hearing. Like back oh, you the, know what? Never, yeah, never mind. Technically, it was that one. The yeah, first time I ever put so. on a Kiss. The first time I ever put on a Kiss album. It was their their self titled album was Strutter. Mom bought that one for me, and okay. Hotter Than Hell. So like I put on uh, the self titled album first, and that's song one is Strutter. Nice, but right. like, yeah, dude.
1: So uh, when the kids get to the de- uh, Detroit, um, <laughs> they they go on their their own little adventure, and 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 I think this is really the best part of the movie because it it, is it perfectly exactly the best part of the film. It perfectly sums up uh, their each individual character, aside from the fact that they're that they're an ensemble, like they're a group and like they're 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 totally coherent with each other. Mm -hmm. But you get you get to the point where like they had this this really awesome scene where they beat up a couple of disco guys, you know?
2: Yeah, (laughs) which God, I, I fucking adore that scene so much. Yeah, and and it's it just shows him because he's like he's like like as soon
1: as they get out of here they're gonna come kick your ass he's like well we're really gonna make it worth their while and yeah they drive dude. the car into the ditch
2: and like hey thanks for letting us borrow your makeup you must have the entire Revlon factory in your purse you greasy disco ball. <laughs>
4: Disco sucks Fuck you
2: <laughs> Oh Kenny you know Put fucking fag makeup on you
1: on <laughs> me You know that's Emmanuel Chiriqui right yeah, hell like yeah! One of, one of her, one of her first, first roles. I think I, she had, she had a, uh, uh, she had some uh, uh, came out in a couple of like the Nickelodeon movies or
2: whatever, and then this is like her first adult role where I she could actually she, film, where like she I, could us and stuff. Yeah, she <laughs> dropped one of the many like subtle seventies idioms. Cause there's subtle seventies idioms like sparkle like just sprinkled throughout this movie. Yeah. Like where like uh Beth kisses him in the confessional booth and she's like sorry, he's like, Oh no no I I I can dig it. Like I can dig it, you know what I mean? Like super, yeah. like it, it. was just so matter of fact. And the same thing later when she's like, "Christine, you got in the head of something? We are on the side of the friggin' highway. Who <laughs> got like, in the head?" I was like, "I don't like that, dude. Like, yeah. that jersey's so good. That jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm looking yeah. to hang. I'm looking to hook up with these funky These funky people out there, like some funky people, dude. Like." I, I dug, so hard, I learned, no. yeah, I love how everything was so subtle, like, they didn't, yeah. like, hammer it home, like, I can dig it, baby, you know, like, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, man, um, one, what,
1: I think, I think my, my favorite one is, uh, the, I, at least the one that I can relate to, is uh, when, uh, uh, when Hawk goes, he tries to buy a, a ticket from a scalper. And, uh... (laughs) and he's like he's like yeah man I don't have enough money he's like why don't you go over there and shake your wee wee man make some money right <laughs> at, at this at this male strip place called it's raining men
2: <laughs> great name for a male strip club mm-hmm. isn't it, it but isn't by it? the way dude like the the sirloin like what a <laughs> great name for a male stripper dude I hate that how funny that, that is. is that was I bad hate- bad by Ron Jeremy I hate how funny that is dude like <laughs> Sirloin. <laughs> Sir <loin>, dude, like, <laughs> that is
3: so hilarious.
2: I'm sorry, it's so good. You know that that cat that he's a he, that he's a despicable rapist, really, a salter. Like that's but. so gross. You have to be like you're a porn star, dude. You have to rape people now, yeah. Like, anyway, right? but that that dude, that scalper. Have you ever seen the movie Bring It On? Uh, yeah, I have. You remember? Um, her boyfriend at the beginning of the movie, um, the yeah. blonde dude, yeah, that's the him. Woman. That's him. That's the scalper. Yeah. And like, I what I love about that guy I was like, now I see it. Yeah, you can't unsee it once you see it. Yeah, like it's her. It's her blonde boyfriend. the The fucking the pretty boy cheerleader is oh, the scalper. He so can't, can't be a leader. Like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, him. That fucking yeah. douchewaffle. Like. He's so, and like, I love the scalper because in my opinion, it's probably one of the most realistic characters I've ever seen because I've met I've met fucking these car dealer scalpers before uh, who are like just selling shit. that You're like, that's not real. I don't believe you like and just the way he talks to him, man, his his subtle, subtle fucking. um He's very, very subtly channeling his inner fucking Gary Oldman from <laughs> True Romance, <laughs>
4: man. Breast, this is, like,
2: this is like, on the TV. You ain't looked at it once, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, like breast, this is We're talking Gene and Paul live, y'all. Like he's good. <laughs> so good, dude. Like I feel like he didn't. That character's not written. He just did that. Yeah. Like
3: the character real quick? Absolutely. Dude, the guy who's delivering the damn pizza. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Like... It's so it's so guy. Top, unnecessary yeah. with all the pink, dude. Like, like, dude, I mean... You kids know where Philip you, McNutley's you, office is? <laughs> you specifically got a chubby guy for that role. Like, yeah. you literally did that on purpose.
2: They know what they're doing.
3: Like... <laughs>
1: But, like, and it's so funny because the 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 stuff that he's wearing, it's like two sizes too small for him. Yeah, like, it looks so
2: uncomfortable. Like medium. Like the big, the fucking pink jacket and the hat, dude. Like, dude, oh, he the pink like, delivery car,
1: the, the pink ladies and
3: shit. Yeah. It,
2: and he's gotta be like in his early thirties, dude. Like yeah, he's yeah. not a young guy, dude. It's so it's just so straining to look at, dude. <laughs> like I really do love this that scene though with the priest, uh, like where they go to pick him out of the fucking the the boarding school and like yeah, like then he takes the money out of the confessional yeah. or the fucking the donations, ten dollars. And I'm donating your tip to the church. The Lord thanks you.
4: <laughs> now, gonna pitch.
2: Pitch. <laughs> you fucking cheap fuck. So well, speaking
1: speaking of the uh, of the pizza guy, uh his name is Vic Riggler. <laughs> he's not an actor. He is part of the art department.
2: Oh no shit. Yeah, and he's worked he designed uh, his own costume. <laughs>
1: He, he, dude, he's worked on Minority Report, Poltergeist, the TV what? show, like a bunch of TV shows. Um, he's worked on like The Long Kiss Goodnight, Murder at Sixteen Hundred, Tommy Boy. Like he was, Tommy? He, he's a he's a big time. Uh, property master man, like he he works in a bunch of movies and TV, man. So he's not an actor. He's just he, he just came out in that
2: one one part. As I have a one part, of, I really like the way he said because the the priest's name is is McNulty. McNutley. And I like how he goes, you kids know where Philip McNutley's office is. I just <laughs> like the way he emphasizes nut.
1: <laughs> I didn't catch that. I didn't I've seen this movie a hundred times. I never caught that. You kids know where
2: Philip McNutley's office is.
1: <laughs> I just heard you talking through my nose. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, and uh, um, I played uh the the freaking priest is uh um, played by uh he came out uh, he was one of the big stars in second city right yeah and uh i were specifically remember him his name is joe flatter Clarity. Clarity. i specifically remember him remember um uh maniac mansion the tv show yes yeah <laughs> i remember him that And also, uh, you will not make this putt, you jackass. Jackass. (laughs) Yeah, that's That's where I remember him from. Cuter, I thought we were going to be friends. He's, he's such a funny guy dude. he's so hilarious and he's such a talented talented freaking comedian dude and the fact that they got him on board in this 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 small role dude like they got a lot of these these extremely yeah, talented dude. people for these small roles
2: that's what's so funny about it like everybody has a really like even the small roles are are, are like just everything's so perfectly cast yeah like it's it's really weird to see a perfect ensemble cast, even when you have just small little things like your extras and shit like that. Like the kid in the convenience store, what a little monster he is. So like,
1: they shot that those scenes. No, they didn't shoot him. They didn't shoot him in Cleveland. They, they shot him in Canada. My yeah. bad. They shot in Canada, mm-hmm. and if you couldn't tell, listen to this kid talk.
2: Oh, his accent's so Canadian.
1: His <laughs> accent is so heavy. Yeah, He's real Canadian. So, and and this kid is a uh, uh, apparently he was like a like a like just some uh, uh, actor who yeah. had come out in like a a million um, TV commercials.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he uh, hasn't really done anything since this movie. I think this was like one of his only feature films.
1: One of his only feature films, but he he does a shit ton of Canadian like like he well when he, when he was a kid, he yeah. did a bunch of Canadian TV shows and stuff like that. And <laughs> like like him and and the and, and Shango uh, uh, that that Emphasis that whole scene in in the uh um uh, in the convenience store is is just is just like everything everything about this movie comes down to that scene because all the kiss stuff is mm-hmm. all donated from fans in the in the area yeah the yeah. pinball machine the uh the 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 um all the uh, the jackets and stuff
2: that the people yeah. are wearing the the belt buckles the posters the, on the wall like all that now, shit. everything right and like that whole scene is just so hilarious, man. Do you know that guy? The guy who plays Chongo is Nemesis in Resident Evil Apocalypse, right? He's the guy in the Nemesis costume. Is he? Yeah. That guy he, is like okay. I saw that. Now. That movie I'll never forget. When I when like I I first saw this movie, um, the only thing I'd ever heard of Blue Oyster Cult was Don't Fear the Reaper. Yeah. Literally the only thing I'd ever heard of Blue Oyster Cult. And like, that scene where he's like, I do have kiss tickets, just not on me. Like my brother's holding onto him for safekeeping. Please let me get him for you. Hey, Chongo! (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember listening to that. I'm like, I don't know where that riff is or who's playing it. I need to hear the rest of that song. Like I need, all of that song. A and lot of
1: the music in this movie did that to me, by the way.
2: Yes, dude. Like, like I, I can, I remember even just thinking, like, that is just the nastiest, chunkiest riff I've ever yeah. fucking heard in my life. Like, I needed to find that. So I bought the soundtrack uh-huh. strictly for to find out that song. <laughs> like, went, and then I when have, you realize it's blue oyster cult you're like this is blue oyster cult bro i like, bought they, they're,
1: they're heavy
2: <laughs> i bought i bought blue oyster cult's greatest hits like literally like maybe an hour and a half after i bought this that cassette oh really that cassette i'm that old yes yeah like i wouldn't bought their greatest hits after that i was like need to hear more like
1: yeah so uh yeah man believe it or not they were considered one of the the heaviest loudest bands of the of the 70s yeah they
2: absolutely uh, shit, yeah they were
1: and then i saw them live and they look like a bunch of english teachers <laughs> yeah.
2: but man they, yeah, they still I've put on blue a good show live. you suck i hate you i'm so jealous of that
1: like. <laughs> so i i saw i saw blue oyster cold and 38 special on the same night
2: oh wow that's actually yeah. really cool. you know what's yeah, so funny yeah. is I, I've told people because I went like it was just such a like my friend works, works at the radio station she worked at the radio station and just one day she was dating my roommate uh-huh. and like she came home and there was just tickets to ZZ Top and Lynyrd Skinner like in the kitchen I'm like oh are you guys going to go to that and she's like well I brought them for us to go but like he doesn't want to go and I'm like why, why don't what? you want to go? Yeah, I asked my buddy, I was like, why don't you want to go? And he's like, cause I'm not a fucking 70 year old truck driver. <laughs> like I don't care. And I'm like, are you okay if I take them? He's like, take them. And she was like, yeah, please. Like somebody should go. And I called my buddy Josh and I was like, bro, you want to go see ZZ Top? And he's like, do I want to go fucking see ZZ Top? Like, <laughs> what is he, I'll never forget it. He goes, hey man, is the bear Catholic? Like hell yeah, let's go. And like it's a we took, in the woods. Yeah, like we went to go see to go see him and I remember telling a buddy of mine that like it was one of the better concerts I've ever seen. Like ZZ Top was incredible and so was Leonard Skinner and like they were like, "Man, you got to see Leonard Skinner." And I was like, "Yeah, I really didn't care." Like I really didn't. Like I like Leonard Skinner, but I'm not like fucking Leonard Skinner like, but my buddy was and I was are, like, are you telling me you weren't pumped to hear a 35 minute version of freebird I'll tell you what though <laughs> uh that's every bit as cool as you might think it is yeah that's it, it's very cool to to be with like a few thousand people singing freebird that's yeah. kind of neat Good <laughs> like, yeah. and, so, and I didn't feel like an asshole when I shouted, play Freebird. Right? <laughs> and they play. It, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> they play. And I'm like, oh, I guess I am the asshole. Everybody start because they like, good night, everybody. And then everybody starts shouting Freebird. I'm like, shut up. Like, they're yeah. going to leave without playing Freebird. Like, grow up.
1: It's not funny, guys. It's, it's not. Sad. And they did. So, of course
0: they played Freebird.
1: So, uh, yeah, man, that's that's a, a trip, right? So, uh, Jam, uh, his little adventure is kind of weird, okay? Um, they, they're they there at the concert walking around. Like, I don't know how, how concerts were back in the day, um, but if it's anything like the way it's portrayed in this movie, what the fuck happened? Because, like, apparently... <laughs> Apparently, like whenever there was a concert going on, like the entire city got involved, you know, and like so. everybody's just walking around with with kiss shirts and stuff, and like nobody goes into the auditorium,
2: like yeah. they didn't have opening acts or anything. <laughs> like nobody goes. No. Into the auditorium. But it's super Yeah, man, thing there. I ever came to experiencing anything like that was Ozfest. Yeah. Like as the closest I ever came to like experiencing anything like that. Like once you like you know when you're getting like close to where Ozfest is cuz like man, you just see the Aussie shirts everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere. You can't fucking go anywhere without seeing one.
1: <laughs> so what are the odds of of this kid uh running into the girl that he had a crush on that he was too scared that they both of them really like each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that they're they're too scared to uh to talk to like Say anything like they knew each other, they knew of each other, and they spoke like small words and stuff. But they actually, um, they actually meet up and they meet up in a confessional booth.
2: (laughs) The priest, dude, I do love that moment because they they meet in a confessional booth because you didn't know what was going on with the mom, all you knew was that her and her church group were going to get together to go do something. Yeah. And what that something was, was protest the Kiss concert. Yeah. (laughs) So here's Jam, who just broke out of his fucking boarding school that his mom literally dropped him off at on the way to the protest. Like, and here he fucking is at the concert. Like, and his mom and that look just give each other. him. I remember watching that, and literally, me and Sam Huntington did it the same way. I literally went, "Shit!" <laughs> like when when they lock eyes, I went, "Shit!" Like that's a shitty coincidence. <laughs> like, yeah. Boy, does that suck. And yeah. like. I don't know how you got here tonight, and I don't want to know. All I know is you are going to pay dearly for this one. Like, like I seriously, like, <laughs> like she seriously looked like she was gonna like
1: pop him in the nose. Yeah, I thought she was gonna fucking
2: knee him. In, I, I really thought when she grabs him by the shirt collar, I thought she was gonna knee him in the nuts. I really, I was like, <laughs> like I remember like my knees like, ah, like just in anticipation mm-hmm. of the nut shot. Yeah, like I thought she was gonna knee him in the nuts, like, and
1: he gives and and when he comes back to her, like at, at, like he gives one of the best like fuck you speeches I've ever heard in my life. It's I so just bad. lost my virginity in a confessional booth. Lord have mercy.
2: It's so cathartic. Like it, it was. You I remember the first time I, to say that for years. Well, the first time I saw that, I was like, God, I wish I was that clever to say something like that to my mom, like. Yeah. It's like, so good, man. Like it, it it's so it's so good because you really do get to see that like I think Sam Huntington suffers from Toby Maguire face. Like he's always going to look like that who me little boy. Like he just he does like ever ever since I saw him in Jungle the Jungle, he has that who me couldn't be like face like He's got a, he's got like a, like a resting baby face. Like, and it, but like, it, and that's the thing. It does totally work for you till you're about 25. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's the thing that sucks is that Sam Huntington is actually a really good actor. He's and a I've phenomenal seen, actor. Man. I've seen him in other stuff where I'm like, "Man, he's so good." But like this mo- in this movie they still kind of made him like like, "Hey, Can you make your jungle the jungle who me face? You know, like, (laughs) who me? No. Mm -hmm. Like, even, and I love that Lex calls it out. Like, Jam, you asshole. Like, what did (laughs) I do? Why did you convince us to pick this fucking bitch up in the first place? What the fuck's wrong with you? Drummers are supposed to have some fucking balls. (laughs) Like... They make scary
1: movies that start out like that,
2: hey, but they make, they porno, make porno movies, that start, movies that start out like that too, man. <laughs> Still, probably one of the best lines in movie history ever. Yeah, like it's for to me. They make porno movies that start out like this. Is is this is my rifle? There are many like it, but this one yeah. Is- kind of memorable like yeah. I, I will even if i forgot everything else about this movie i will never forget but they that's make the one line that start out like that too man that's the like, one
1: line that you will always remember
2: it, it was such yeah. a great choice for the trailer i remember that's that's the last line in the trailer is they make porno movies that start out like that too man <laughs> <laughs> like good choice <laughs> like oh God, it was man. it might have been one of the reasons that i was like i really gotta watch this movie <laughs> Like. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Lex, he goes looking, I guess he goes, uh, trying to actually sneak into the band. Into yeah, the, uh, sneak into the show. The concert. And yeah, man, like they, they, they captured the backstage chaos perfectly, dude. Yeah, they fucking <laughs> like, really did. And, and once again, a coincidence, man, like he runs into, uh, uh, Christine and, and his mom's car. Yeah. Um,
2: and they're. And, uh, outside of, outside of the radio station. Like all,
1: all easy, right? And then the two guys, like I, I remember, I remember watching this movie, and I'm like, dude, I know those guys. Yeah. That's freaking Kevin Corrigan and Steve Sharipa. Yes. Steve Sharipa is 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 uh, um was in The Sopranos, right? Yeah. Like Sopranos was still going on when this movie came out.
0: Yes,
1: and yeah. and um, I kind do of just was, uh, yeah, and Kevin Corrigan uh was God at fun. at this time. Was was in uh, uh, what do you call it? Grounded for Life. <laughs> yeah, which 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 he was freaking brilliant in. By
2: the way, yeah, the first time but, I saw, it, I was like Uncle Eddie. I still call whenever I see Kevin Corrigan. I still say Uncle Eddie. Yeah, but he like, was little, he was uh, he was uh, uh,
1: um, the little brother in um, in uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, he was uh, <laughs> Ray Liotta's brother in Goodfellas.
2: Yeah, dude, he's so fucking like. He he's just, I love that like in everything that he's in, he kinda just plays the sleaze ball. does like, he like care to be there, right? Yeah, like he, he always Especially plays in it. grounded for life, dude. It's it's impressive how he always plays an indifferent. I don't understand how you can play an indifferent sleaze ball in so many different ways. Because <laughs> he does it so differently in so much shit. Like, I I remember um one of my favorite lines in Grounded for Life was um, he was looking for something. And he was like, "Yeah, I can get that for you." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "What do you mean you get? That? They don't, Eddie. They don't make those anymore. I can get it for you. Get it for you. Like, how are you gonna get that for me? I know a guy. Who do you know, a guy? I know all the guys that you know. You don't know this guy." I fucking love him, dude. I'm like, he's so good. And then, like, one of my favorite roles he's ever done is in Pineapple Express. Like, Jesus, you shot him. Yes, me. I did it. I shot him. All right. I don't have time for this. I got to go home. I got to have dinner with my wife. And then you got me running around back and forth. Like, I'm going to tell Ted, you shot him. If you fucking tell Ted anything, (laughs) he killed Pete. Pete's ex CIA. yeah, where did this guy come from? Where did he go? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> he's just such a good asshole, dude. Like yeah. he's so fucking funny and what a small like sleaze-ballish role for him. Yeah. But it's it's just it's always hype to see Kevin Corey again, dude. Like he's so great.
1: You know that uh that little do- that little uh uh a dog that comes out, the one with the uh with the um... Frisbee? with the frisbee you know that's actually that little bloodhound dog that's the same dog from the uh from the uh maytag repair commercials no shit that's the same dog yep
2: wow how wild. i did not know that
1: (laughs) so um like I said, man, my favorite one is is Jam's little story mm-hmm. where, or, or a Hawk story where he goes and he gets plastered <laughs> before he goes up on stage. I can relate to this because, because I would always drink like maybe four beers before going on stage whenever I would perform. Really? Yes. I would have to. I would have to. Like I used to not because of stage fright, because I knew that that it would like loosen me up, you know? Yeah.
2: I've only done two shows stoned. Uh Um I used to have a real like we get fucked up after the performance rule. Yeah. Like I had a real strict rule about that. And then like one time I ate a brownie before a show and it just wouldn't go away. (laughs) And like I felt I felt like I did great, but at the same time, for all I know, it could have been an always sunny situation where I was just. Yeah, I have no idea, dude. Like Such I was fucked episode. up, you know. But like one of one of my favorite things in that scene, though, is where he gets that wasted and he throws up <laughs> into the into the the back end of the beer mug. Yeah, and like after he's done, cause I'm like, oh man, I have had that. I I have vomited that way, and it's just Uh, uh, like like you can almost hear. I'm like, no, he's not like groaning. He's praying. Like God, take this away. I will never drink like this again. Like, I'll never I, pull my pork again. Yeah, dude. I was like, that's 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 our father for alcohol, like for drunk. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's it's the our father in alcohol. Like, <laughs> it's so good, dude. And like, I really love that scene too because fucking Edward Furlong owns the fuck out of that scene, dude. Yeah. out like, of stripping to strutter, like, amongst this buffet of buff dudes.
1: Yeah, he like, doesn't comes, stand
2: a chance, dude. Like, comes this 105-pound soaking wet kid who's gonna fucking shake his ass at everything. And I love, love, love that the fucking chicks go nuts for him. You yeah. have to, from the moment that she shows up in the school, then Shay, from the moment she's like yelling at him over the intercom, everything from here till the very end feels like a very wild surreal dream. It feels so weird and so surreal. And it's one of those movies where like everything, the dominoes fall into place so, so, so much. It's, it's such a fun movie to think that like like, God wants you to see Kiss tonight. Yeah. Like, all you've got to do is, is just... It's the trials of the Lord, and then you get to see Kiss. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so... It is, dude. If you really stop and think about it, the third act of this movie is the fucking Odyssey. That's like, very true. I could see that, totally, from man. From the moment they fucking break Jeremiah, they, they break Jam out of the fucking, um, the boarding school and they're, they're riding away in the car with the wind down playing shout it out loud. They're riding the bag of wind. Like it's the odyssey. After that, they come across the fucking guidos that try to stop them. (laughs) It slams into their car. The car gets stolen. They're fucking, they thought they won tickets and they lost the fucking tickets. Like, they fucking go, they all fucking they they seduce fucking women over the night. Like literally every Yeah, fucking, they all hook up. They all they hook up. To, and- like Edward Furlong had to dance for Gorgons and shit. Like fucking fucking Jam had to appease a fucking pervert priest. Like, and then fight his biggest fear and his mother. Yeah. Like, fucking Trip had to face his fucking inner demons of I'm just going through the motions until I'm old enough to drop out. Like he faced that down <laughs> in that fucking thing and he, he stopped a somebody. robbery. Yeah. Fucking Lex had to face his fear of dogs and in, in facing his fear of dogs, he got his car and the girl. Like yep. it takes all this and all of them coming back together to beat the living shit out of each other. They had to do all that and then fuck each other up. It was the Odyssey, dude. Like it's such a- I had never thought of it that way. It's such a grand, like fate has brought us here movie. Like the third act is absurdly fun like it yeah. is utterly fucking ridiculous and Let's like talk for a second man
1: about about uh Shannon Tweed dude
0: oh god have mercy
1: okay Shannon if Tweed. you were a kid in the 90s and, and you had Cinemax <laughs> and I did <laughs> there was no bigger star in your dreams than thinking yes. Shannon
2: Tweed dude no sir
1: and believe it or not uh yeah she she was gene simmons uh i guess partner yeah for like 30 years yeah yeah they have two kids together okay and like th- they had their own reality show together where they finally after 30 years got married
2: which was kind of cool i thought that was kind of neat yeah you know, I I, it, I remember I remember that I forgot they had a reality show, but I remember that making like rock and roll news, like Jane Simmons is getting married. Yeah. Like, like, and he was he was right though, because like it was I remember somebody like in an interview, they were like, well, I mean, like, you know, even if you were to separate right now, she is going to be entitled to to palimony. She's going to be entitled to like you yeah, know child support. For your, yeah, child support for your youngest, like all that stuff. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is if. We're married, she can take half my shit. If we're not, she can try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. I imagine Jim you know. Simmons has some pretty feisty fucking lawyers. And yeah. I'm pretty sure his, his, they're married, but I imagine that prenup is fucking one of those like, bitch, if you gain a pound. <laughs> like. Like, I, was, but, but you like, know what man? Like I, I
1: honestly think and I want I wanna think this um I mean maybe it's maybe it's my cynical mind or whatever, but I wanna think that they got married because like he genuinely does love her. I'm and sure I think he does. he does. I think he, he does.
2: I, 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 he could have had kids with a lot of different people.
1: And like, he would and he wouldn't have shut up about it. Like no, he wouldn't have. even when they were together. Like he would always say, Yeah, like I slept with, with all these women, you know, and everything. And he would always he would always talk about it while we, while they were together. About yeah, yeah. since since they weren't official. Yeah. You know, that was like he catch. would still sleep around.
2: Yeah, like I'm not, we're, we're not really with each other. Like, motherfucker, yeah. she lives in your house and had your kids. Dude, you got like, kids together. <laughs> I'll, I'll give I'll give him, like I'll give Kiss one thing. Like they were huge, huge advocates of safe sex. Yes. Like wear a condom. Like we wear condoms, yep. you should wear condoms. Like, yep. and even Gene Simmons has said like, I'm grateful that in all my years of doing all the things that I've done, the worst thing I've ever had was crabs. And <laughs> like interesting. Like I by now, had he not wore condoms, there would be a venereal disease named after him. <laughs> like I'm sure yeah. like oh no, you've got VD, the Gene Simmons
1: variant. Yeah. <laughs> it's terminal. <laughs> the Gene Simmons variant. <laughs> do you believe that do you believe the the thing, the fact that um that he's never touched alcohol or drugs
2: a day in his life i do do you believe that's sure. a fact i believe that's a fact and i'm, I'm going to tell you why no uh, one has a story about about getting wasted with him no one so that's, that's very true, true. Yeah. there's yeah there's no story dude there's a bunch of that. bunch of autobiographies that uh, people have written and like big rock stars living in excess and hanging out with kiss and like talking about what a square gene simmons is <laughs> Like that, he's like isn't he don't he like don't... Jewish or something. Yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't imbibe in alcohol. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't take psychedelics. Like isn't, not it, isn't that
3: for because his 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 mom was really like
2: no because he doesn't want to fuck with do anything that could fuck him up. Interesting. Yeah, like right. he, he doesn't know.
3: like he doesn't like being inebri-
2: inebriated. Yeah, because he's even said like I've seen what being inebriated and a millionaire can do to your friends. Like that all like all his friends are poor now. <laughs> he's yeah. not. He's Not fine. You know, right.
1: he said, one of the things that he said was that um, he's got an addictive personality mm-hmm. that if he were to ever try it, that he knew that it, that it would ruin him, like he would get addicted to it. You know, and,
2: and it, It's the same thing with Alice Cooper. Like no one's ever there's there, there's no stories of Alice Cooper getting wasted with people like because he doesn't like Gene Simmons has said stupid things literally about only himself. Like, Gene Simmons has said a lot of stupid shit. It's usually while talking about himself. Yeah. Like, it's more... The negative shit he says is more reflective on what kind of a world Gene Simmons lives in. Gene Simmons lives in Gene Simmons' world. Yeah. Like... Paul Stanley lives in Paul Stanley world. Ace Freely doesn't live in anybody's world. Like nobody knows where Ace Freely lives. <laughs> they haven't figured out that solar system yet. Freely's comet. No one knows where Freely's comet came from. <laughs> awesome band, by the way. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, dude. Like, there's, there's, there's so much shit that, like, you know, when you become rich and famous and gain access to social media uh you really can fuck your career yeah like and gene simmons knew from the start like if i'm drunk and i'm in an interview i can say something stupid that's gonna cost me everything and like he's never has like there are no stories of anybody getting wasted with gene simmons unbelievable man he's a square man well, I mean that that just
1: goes to show you that this guy is is like is like like a rock star on a different level. Like he's rock star through and through, mm-hmm. but like he's also a, a a businessman and I think the fact the route that they went when it came to merchandising and the way that they that they showed themselves is one of the reasons why they stuck around so long, why they are still to this day, I believe, relevant in yeah. the music world. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, man, Detroit Rock City, guys, it's it's um it's one of my favorite movies and not because it, it's like it hit me in the childhood or whatever. Like, it's just a good movie yes. and it's a fun movie, especially if you watch it with with other people, man. Like, it, it's, it's yeah. just a fun movie to watch.
2: It It's one of those those movies where, like, they. And like i said if you've never at least if you think you've never heard a kiss song or like seen a kiss performance you're not interested in anything kiss does or will do or ever has done watch this movie it's fun like this movie if, will make you a kiss fan straight up yeah if you've if you've ever like like were afraid that you were gonna miss a show like the big concert and you'd have done anything to get there like, this is the odyssey for that. It's the odyssey of getting to the concert to see your favorite band. It's and, a modern-day odyssey set in 1978. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's something so fun about that. And there's a very real reward to getting to the end of this movie and seeing Kiss, at this point in time in 99, freshly reunited with yeah. Peter Criss and Ace Freely again, and to see them rebuild the Cobol Hall set Like where they came down on on elevators and Ace Frehley's guitar smoked and they opened the show with Detroit Rock City. And in that first song, Gene Simmons breathed fire, spit blood and and Paul Stanley broke his guitar like they treated the first song like it was the end of the concert. Yeah. They treated their very first song like it was the end of the biggest concert you've ever seen. And, and to, to them see it them, was. To, yeah. to these kids, it was. And to see them recreate that, it's such a blast to watch. And to, to actually perform the song Detroit Rock City, like which is, in, in like hindsight, a really sad song about, yeah. and, and see, there's a, there's a theory that we didn't get a chance to go over, that they're dead and they went to heaven. Yeah, like, that's heaven. Yeah, that they're all dead and they went to heaven. They got into an accident and died. Like the actual song "Detroit Rock City" is about. The actual song is about a group of or a couple of friends who are speeding to get to a Kiss concert and they get into an accident and die along the way. Yep. Like,
1: and it's a true story about about a kid that, that actually happened to him.
2: Yeah. So, like, this is the, there's there's the theory that this is a, a them getting to heaven and getting to see Kiss. Like, and they have to, they have to go through the turmoil of everything first, like, which is a neat little thing. But in order to get to the, to get to this end, to this movie and to watch and hear the Detroit Rock City performance, it's such a blast. Yeah. Like, it's so much fun. And if you can sit there and go, I don't like that song. You don't like music. <laughs> if you don't enjoy music. Detroit Rock City is a fun song. It start the first song they play in this movie is Love Gun, and the last song they play is Detroit Rock City. Yeah. If like Love Gun and Detroit Rock City don't hype you up, you don't like music, dude. Yeah. Like, or you're fucking lying to me. That opening me credits too. is one of the best. Is
1: one of the best. Uh, like I, I don't like opening credits that that don't have anything to do with the story. Yeah. But or, or like, you know, it just shows the credits or whatever. But that one I, I never skip because I love that song. I love the, the stuff that they have, the the visuals and everything. And and I never skip that part.
2: And it's a song about his dick. The gun is his dick, dick Ron. The gun's his dick, dude. <laughs> so with that being said, guys, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and call it a
1: night. And uh we'll see you guys uh, next week. Uh Bob, where can you
2: find our our lovely podcast? Where are fine podcasters sold, man. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, my personal favorite, Spotify. Give us a like. Give us a listen. We love you. You love us. <laughs> subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We'll be on everything like Kiss soon, man. You're going to be able to get movie know-it-all condoms. <laughs> they'll, hey, they'll, don't they'll, say
3: uh, that because it'll happen.
2: They'll have fun facts if you roll it all the way to the base. Most of you won't see it. <laughs> but, <laughs> Yeah They worked independently over two hours
1: (laughs) So uh, With that being said guys I'm Will I'm Bob And I'm Patty. And that my friends is the Moving On Our Podcast Here on RGV Titan Radio We are the 956 Have a good one guys Later
0: Are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGVTitanRadio.com We play everything local Like hip hop
4: Positive Negative
0: Rock
3: Watch them blowing And country Back to my back now Driving down
0: If you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to playmymusic at rgvtitanradio.com. Once more, that's playmymusic at rgvtitanradio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist along with cover art. RGVTitanRadio.com. We are the 956.